The following is a special presentation of Sacred Heart Catholic Radio and the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's time for the Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show. And now, for a detailed look at tonight's game and to break down other key matchups in the area, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Well, good Saturday afternoon and welcome to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show. I'm Len Harvey along with Phil Bengel missing the, from the crew tonight. Mark and Steve Bengel and Tom Kennedy as they're off on assignment tonight. This afternoon we're at Highlands High School in Medina, Ohio. And you're listening live around Cincinnati on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world at ehsports.com. Today it's week four. And the Elder Panthers at 3-0 and take on the Eagles of Lakewood St. Edwards. They're 2-1. and Well, Phil, an offensive show last week against an athletic team. How does it help this week? Well, basically what you're looking at, at Elder rolled in against a team they didn't really know about. And hang on one second. I, I got an echo in my headset. Yeah. I can't hear anything. I, I know. We're having a little bit of technical difficulties here on the field, but... We, we, yeah, so yeah. last week the the Panthers playing against a, a very athletic Clearwater team really had to pull out all the stops offensively and defensively, you know, did just about anything they could to try to stop them. But, I mean, anybody who didn't know anything about the Clearwater team sees that score and thinks, well, teams from Florida come up here before and Elder blows them out. But, you know, that wasn't the case last week. That was not your typical team that comes up and, you know, Elder just trounces. I mean, they had a lot of athletic ability. You know, they did good stuff on offense. They had a pretty good defense. But Elder was able to, you know, really pull out the stops and show, too, that their offense can, if they have to, they can win in a shootout. Yeah, some interesting stats in the game last week. Elder had 24 first downs to Clearwater's only 15 first downs, but total yardage was uh, all uh, Clearwater Academy. They had 659 total yards uh, with 439 for Elder. So um, about uh, just under 1,100, just uh, 1098 uh, for, for two. Not too bad on a, on about, a Friday night. How about that time of possession, too? Yeah. 659 yards in about 18 minutes yeah, exactly. you know, compared to Elder's almost 500 in uh, you know just about a half hour. So yeah. You know, really, you're looking at that game, same position there. Uh, Elder's able to win in a shootout, but end of the third quarter, you know, the nine seconds to go. I know you and I both were kind of like, uh-oh, that's way yeah. too much time, and they were able to score. But that defense had to keep coming back out on the field and go against Elder's offense. And Elder had just, you know, in that quarter had run them down into a about a seven-minute drive. It ended in a field goal. Uh, but still, I mean, they're just wearing that defense down throughout that game, and I think that's why Elder and then two Joe Royer six six foot six going against about five foot ten on that game winning touchdown. So Elder was able to take advantage of that at the end of the football game. Yeah, and you look at some of the other numbers on the rush side. Uh, the uh, Clearwood Academy had 444 yards of rushing, 296 of those coming from. Uh, Shoket, who had a 72-yard touchdown run, he had two of those. He had a 74-yard touchdown run, and then later on at a 36-yard touchdown run. So not too shabby for him. But on the on the elder side of the ball, looking at uh, Joseph Catania had two touchdowns. He was 26 uh, carries for 101 yards, very solid. Being able to do that, Matthew Luby had 12 carries, 61 yards, uh, and Cooper Johnson came in. He had uh, two touchdowns as well, five carries for 34 yards. Elder on as a whole. 213 yards on the ground and uh, 
they did a really nice job being able to do that. And if you look at the number rushing yards per game so far this year, Phil, 244 yards a game. And you do that against most teams, you're going to win. Yeah, up front, the Elder's been able to win that battle uh, in the trenches with their offensive line. Most games, they've, they've struggled a couple of times, as teams will, but they were have been able to ex- execute when needed. Now, last week there was that uh, period where they put their big defense lineman, 360 pounds, kind of in front of the duel of James and Kendra to try to slow down Elder's running game, but still uh, just a lot of weapons back there with Ramsey and uh, Cooper Johnson and Joseph Catania, um, as well as Luby. I mean, Elder's just got a, a multi-headed running attack, which can really wreak havoc on defenses. Well, we'll come back and we'll uh, talk a little bit about uh, this game coming up and some of the games uh, from last night, which were some exciting fashion as well. You're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show here on the Port- on the Prep Sports Radio Network. I'm Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And while I'm proud to provide orthopedic sports medicine care to the Elder Panther athletes, I want to remind all our listeners that Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is available for youth and recreational athletes as well. If you or your loved one has an injury that's affecting your active lifestyle, we can help you get back in the game. We are conveniently located at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999, and on the web at mercy.com. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Take care for Joseph Toyota Clarence event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. josephtoyota.com. Welcome back to the Mercy Health and Orthopedic Sports and Medicine pregame show. I'm Len Harvey along with Phil Bengel. This afternoon, we're in Medina, Ohio at the campus of Highlands High School, uh, the Hornets here in uh, Medina, Ohio. And uh, last night, some good uh, football games. Elder normally on a Friday night, but uh, getting the break and playing on a Saturday this week. Last night, LaSalle goes to 4-0. They defeat Dunbar 37-7. Very impressive game. But the more impressive game, I thought, you know, Indianapolis Cathedral, who gave Elder all they can handle and certainly beat Moeller going in, loses in a tough fashion, 41 to 37, and that game again, similar to what we saw of Indianapolis Cathedral, with Saint X scoring 10 in the fourth quarter to overtake Indianapolis Cathedral in that game. And from what I understand, you know, just looking at some of the stats and talking to some different people, wasn't following the game very closely last night, but. You know, Cathedral was running the ball for a while, and then they kind of stopped and let X able to come back, get back into that football game. But, you know, St. X always, they're always going to be a tough team. They're going to be good at scheming. I mean, that, that makes that uh, matchup coming up uh, even more interesting yeah. between Elder and St. X. But I, I think from a, from a Harbin standpoint, I mean, really that game was, was, I mean, if you're an Elder fan, it was kind of a wash. I, I, I don't think, I think it might have been, you know, the same amount of points, whether each team, it didn't matter which team won, it might have, maybe there was a half point difference here or there, I'm not sure. But, uh, I mean, it was kind of one of those, you know, 
get if we either Cathedral or X didn't matter necessarily who won for the Panthers is still going to possibly could get the same amount of points. But now that just means Elder has to take care of business against yeah. St. X uh, moving forward. So, I mean, that, that is the, the other difference to that puzzle since they already got it done against Cathedral. Well, the one thing that I'm looking at the stats from last night from Cathedral, they had 345 passing yards, over 589 yards of total offense against that St. X defense. Yeah, and now uh, and, and St. X can... We've seen it, though. There have been times where Saints can be very stout on defense. There are times where, you know, like last year, Elder was able to just kind of, you know, run them up and down the field. So it just really depends on, I mean, it, they, they, no matter where it is, I mean, they're still high school kids. So sometimes it matters who shows up, who schemes the right way, and and really who executes. But when it came down to it, St. X is able to win the football game. Now, another uh, kind of interesting game last night, and, uh, of course, Elder's going to have to play both Witten Woods and, and – and- and Moeller, but Winton Woods was all over Moeller last night, 34 to nothing. Phil, what's wrong with Moeller? <laughs> uh, they're a young team. I mean, young team, new coach. You know, they'll, they'll get it together. They always do. Um, but, uh, you know, this year they're just kind of, they're, they're young. I mean, and that's tough. Um, you know, last year we knew they were, they were a pretty good team, but, I mean, they were two different teams. I mean, we saw them when we played them up at UC. Uh, it was one game, and then when they came to the pit for the playoffs, I mean, it was like, wait, did the right team get off the bus? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and so I think, you know, Mola right now is just having to develop their identity this year, and I think they'll get it. But it, Wynn Woods is a good team. I got a text message last night that they were losing, and I just I was like, yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, Wynn Woods, I mean, personally, I mean, it, it, you know, they're a scary team. I mean, Mayan Williams. They're running back for Winton Woods. I mean, goodness, I'm not even sure what his numbers were last night, Len. I'm not sure if you have those, but, you know, he, he's come in yeah. and, and ran all over Elder. He had you know. 18 carries, 165 yards, the longest run of 59, but he averaged nine yards a carry yeah. in that game. So, yeah, yeah he's he's definitely all – he's, you know, as good as it gets when it comes to that. And it, it's a tough uh, tough game coming up in a couple of weeks yeah. against Winton Woods for, for Elder. And I know that game was running clock, too, yeah. so, you know, that, that – limits a little bit more of the yardage. And Maya Williams did, I, I saw today, just, you know, got an offer from Ohio State wow. uh, today. So, you know, that's, that's... Another one to join Joe Royer. And yeah, the, Joe Royer and Jacob James. Yeah. I'm sure they're going to be on the... On the uh, on the socials, trying to you know say, hey, come you know come make sure you come join us as, yes. as well as the rest of the Ohio State Buckeye community because Maya Williams, I mean, he he is the real deal. Uh, he's a lot of fun to watch run. Uh, he's one of those guys. I mean, if you can make it to that Winton Woods game, I mean, you, you want to. I mean, that's that's somebody that you'll remember seeing play. He just runs the ball real well, and and for Elder too, when they play him, if they can hold him and stop him, you know, that's that's a big big. You know, accomplishment as well. And Elder's done that before to some significant runners in the past where they've been, you know, racking up the yards. And when they come to come to play Elder, the Elder just schemes against them the right way. So we'll see. But Mayan Williams, you know, coming up, will be on the Panthers' radar uh, when Winton Woods and, and Elder take take the field. So let's look at the standings now in the GCL. South LaSalle moves to 4-0. They've only given up 30 points in the four games, so they're they're doing a great job there. They've won four in a row. They're 4-0. Along with St. X, who is also at 4-0. The, they have done, done it as easy as LaSalle has, but they've done it. And of course, Elder tonight, uh, 
going to play their fourth game actually this afternoon. Elder is 3-0 and and they've scored 139 points, given up 91. Of course, uh, 54 of that in Shit. one game. Uh, and if you look at Cathedral game as well. Uh, but Muller at 1-3, they've had some tough luck. To, they've had a lot of turnovers and uh, as you mentioned, a young team, they're 1-3 and with uh, with uh, giving up 110 points and they've uh, lost one in a row. So that's the uh, the standings. We'll come back and we'll talk more about this afternoon's game against Lakewood St. Edwards. We'll talk about the history of these two, which just continues to get better and better every time. And we'll talk more about that when we come back. You're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Sometimes we take electricity electricity for granted. I think we forget about the safety of our home's electrical wiring. There's a home electrical fire in America every eight minutes, which is why Cooper Electric has a home electrical test called Current Safe. They test for faulty wiring, failing components, hidden fire hazards. Cooper Electric's Current Safe will help reduce the risk of fire and eliminate shock hazards. And Current Safe is the best test after a lightning strike. Cooper makes it easy. They offer an in-home consultation. And they won a Super Service Award in 2011. You'll be impressed. Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. Schedule your home to be current safe. Welcome back to the Mercy Health and Orthopedic Sports and Medicine pregame show. I'm Len Harvey along with Phil Bengel tonight. The uh, guys have the night off as they are on assignment for us uh, this week. But tonight it's uh, St. Ed's and Elder meeting for the 17th time. This is the 16th regular season meeting between the two schools. They last uh, they met in the 2003 state title game uh, last year, last won by Elder. But last year St. Ed's won 36-30. to And I remember that game vividly because uh, that was the game that uh, – Elder was ahead at the half, 28-14, to 14, and uh, and Lakewood St. Ed's wound up winning on the road. And, of course, last year, you know, they won the state championship, so it was a big deal. Yeah, you know, beat, beat Coleraine. Uh, you know, I remember listening to some of that game uh, to, to, to see kind of what would happen, knowing that Coleraine, obviously, Elder played them and, and without Michael Bittner, you know, lost that 142 to nothing. Uh, tough game for them, but you know that was just such a different elder team that that, that played that Colerain team uh, coming in tonight. So we'll see what the Panthers can bring against uh, the St. Edwards Eagles. Yeah, this game uh, marks the 13th straight year that the teams have met in the uh, cross-state rival. Uh, St. Ed's though they lead the series nine to seven coming into this one. Um, 
just kind of looking at uh, some of the numbers. Of course, Saint uh, Saint Ed's this year they're they're two and one. They they lost at Mentor twenty nine to twenty eight in week one, and then uh, in Michigan forty one to twenty. And last week, a 21 to 14 win over Cathedral Prep from Erie, Pennsylvania. Uh, so two and one. Uh, they they have uh, interesting Cincinnati ties now. They play Elder this week, and they play Winton Woods as you mentioned uh, next week, and then Akron uh, Bucknell. So they've got uh, some hard games coming up even after this one. Yeah, and, and you know I have to say I have to give credit to an assist. And you know, my dad, I said we were going to do the pregame show, and he said, "Well, here, let me send you what I normally prepare every week." So you know, I got some good stuff and one of the things that i saw in the notes is that saint ed's still prides himself on on defense you know they're going to be a a very big team even though their offense has definitely been you know a a scoring machine you know it hasn't necessarily been a scoring machine but that their defense is kind of what they'll be at they got you know michigan state commit uh petrowski uh, who was you know coming in going to be a threat on the on the defensive line and a couple other you know defensive linemen that that'll really push against Deller and, and that's the way it always is. Whenever you travel to play Edge, you play Ignatius, you always know that the trenches are going to be filled with guys who are very good at what they do. Probably going to be playing at the next level, so it's going to be a real big matter of who's going to be able to execute their blocks offensively for both Elder and both and Eds. But at the same time, you know, if you're a defensive guys, I mean, how, how quickly can you get to those gaps? I know Elder's going to be looking at Eds' defense. They do a good job of getting their linebackers to fill those gaps very quickly. So it's going to be about Elder's offensive line. You know, if you're double-teaming somebody, you see someone come over, you're going to have to chip off real quick. There's going to be some communication uh, issues there that have to take place so that the Panthers can really counteract that strong defense from St. Ed's. I think, you know, playing a team like last week uh, is going to help the Panthers. I mean, they were able to move the ball against them. I mean, it's going to be a little bit different pace in this game, obviously. Um, Both teams are going to kind of do the controlled offense where they're going to move the football and try to keep possession, which Elder has been able to do. And looking at Matthew Luby so far, Phil, 32 of 51, 469 yards. He's been completing 62% of his passes. He's thrown for five touchdowns against only two picks. Uh, and Matthew Luby, you know, just a threat in the air and on the ground. So one of those guys that is comfortable in the pocket uh, at times this year when he's been able to sit back there and make his reads. You know, he's incredibly dangerous. But at the same time, if the pocket closes, he can make a quick read and get out of there. Um, you know, Matthew Luby is also a guy that I don't know, he's he's one of those guys, if, if the end of the game is there, you want him to have the ball in his hands. I mean, he just he makes plays. I mean, he's just he's a tough-nosed kid. He makes plays. He's a very smart kid. He's a competitor who, who's just, it's always on. It's not kind of one of those, you know, he turns it off, turns it on sort of deal. I mean, no matter what he's doing, it's there. So I think Elder's offense, you know, last week, you, you really said, you guys got to win this game for us. I mean, you got to get out there. You got to score sixty, and, and that's what they did. You know, and that wasn't. They didn't do anything out of out of the normal. You know, for them, they they stayed kind of in their wheelhouse, and that's what makes you really happy with Matthew Luby back there. It's just he didn't panic under pressure, and he did a great job executing last week. So today against that stout Ed's defense, we'll see if the Panthers can continue that offensive execution yeah i mean you look at luby in week one he had the 80 and 89 yard touchdown run but even still since then he's got 35 carries 400 yards he's averaging 11.4 yards a carry with five touchdowns uh joseph catania has been a very solid possession running back with 39 carries and 150 yards and four touchdowns cooper johnson has been solid as a backup 18 carries 84 yards and three touchdowns 
Uh, Drew Ramsey with 14 carries and 78 yards and a touchdown. On the receiving end, Joe Royer, 14 receptions for 223 yards, including four touchdowns, but the None bigger than last week in the left corner of the end zone from 23 yards out, though. And, and that should, two points. And that should be a, a pass. The Panthers should be easy. I mean, that's easy money every time. I mean, Joe Royer's 6'6". He's an athletic guy. He's you know basketball player. I mean, you can throw the ball up to him. He can go make catches. He's got great hands. He's also very physical in those situations. And that's one thing. It's, you can have a guy who can go up in those jump ball situations, but any receiver uh, will tell you uh, that you have to be able to be willing to fight for that contact and fight for position. And Joe's one of those guys who has that strength to do that and make those plays in those scenarios like last week. So, you know, this week, maybe see if the Panthers try to use some of that to their advantage. Well, they will, and we'll see how that goes. We'll come back, and we've got Coach Ramsey coming up next on the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show. I'm Len Harvey. We'll be back in a moment on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. When you're in an auto accident and your insurance company insists you take your car to a cheap, no-name facility, do you think they're looking out for you or for them? It is your right to take your car to the place of your choice, so demand Jim Collins Auto Body. Accidents happen, and Jim Collins understands you want your vehicle back to pre-accident condition with no excuses. For over 40 years, Jim Collins' attention to detail, his commitment to quality, and a job that's always guaranteed has given his customers peace of mind. Jim Collins Auto Body on Glenway Avenue near Best Buy, 922-6336. When you're in an auto accident and your insurance company insists you take your car to a cheap, no-name facility, do you think they're looking out for you or for them? It is your right to take your car to the place of your choice, so demand Jim Collins Auto Body. Accidents happen, and Jim Collins understands you want your vehicle back to pre-accident condition with no excuses. For over 40 years, Jim Collins' attention to detail, his commitment to quality, and a job that's always guaranteed has given his customers peace of mind. Jim Collins Auto Body on Glenway Avenue near Best Buy, 922-6336. This is Bill Hemmer, Fox News Channel, elder class of 83. No one forgets their first time in the pit, and neither do I. And today, with technology, I can catch every elder football game, no matter where in the world the news takes me. The Prep Sports Radio Network and ehsports.com. Altiora and Go Panthers. Welcome back to the Mercy Health and Orthopedic Spin Sports Medicine pregame show. I'm joined on the field by elder head coach Doug Ramsey. And, Coach, a huge win last week against a real athletic team. It was an offensive juggernaut on both sides. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was quite a game. You know, it's, it's not, you know, I think going in we expected it to be offense, uh, but not a 60 to 56 kind of offense. That's, that's uh, kind of insane. And, and then you think about things like, uh, you know, we had a seven-and-a-half-minute drive to start the third quarter. And only got a field goal out of that, you know. And, and still, there was enough time in the game for that many points to be scored. I know Phil and I had mentioned about that. You know, seven and a half minutes a field goal usually is not good enough because they they scored nine seconds on one time. Yeah, yeah, that was that was you know when you look at time of we killed them in time of possession. Now we had the ball a little bit longer, and again that was part of 
you know, of the game plan as well. We knew we had to be able to run the ball. Uh, now, in the second half, they, they went and played with five down linemen, and, and I thought our guys did a good job of pass protecting, and Matthew you know, threw the ball well. And we, we, you know, we threw for 200 yards about in the second half. So, you know, it's one of those things. You, you know, you got to take what they're going to give you. You know, we felt like if we got in those situations and they were going to do that and have to play man coverage, they don't play man coverage. So um, it would have been tough for them. Now, playing a real athletic team like Clearwater last week's only got to help you as the weeks go on. And now with a with a talented St. Edwards team tonight. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, we you know we we obviously like to play those teams. You know, it's something that we've done for for a long time. But you know, it, it does get tough. You think about the Cathedral, you know, that game and how tough that was. And you saw the game they had with X last night, uh, very similar to our game. Um, you know, and then uh, and then you play Clearwater, and then you have to play St. Ed's, and you know it's three straight really really difficult teams, uh, teams who are, are are athletic, teams who have good size, and you know, and, and then you add to this with St. Ed's very well coached, you know, um, be, be much more disciplined team than we played last week. They won't be called for you know a gazillion penalties like like that team was last week, and and so it just makes it even more challenging. Now, Brad, you, you talked a little bit about the running game. It's just uh, you know nobody's been really able to stop you guys uh, very much. So the, you got to be proud of that. The, the running game's been great. Yeah, you know, and that's that's we, we felt like our strength. You know, if, if uh, with the linemen that we have, and and um, you know we've got some good backs, and Matthew's a good running quarterback, and you know throw Drew a little bit in there, and, and some of the the uh, Wildcat stuff. So we, we've got capable runners with that as well, and and I think our receivers do a really good job blocking on the edge as well. You know, Joe Royer's done a nice job to cut a postal. Those guys are they're they're very good at uh, at uh, blocking outside linebackers and corners, getting us a few extra yards here and there. Yeah, Dieters has been banged up a little bit over the course of the year, but uh, last week the big interception is he's healthy tonight. Yeah, he is. You know that was he punted a couple times, and that was his only play on defense last week was was the interception. So yeah, he'll be back full strength. So it really puts us at full strength, which is nice. You know, you're we're four weeks in and in, in playing with our. You know all of our guys, which which you know is important, especially in today's football with you know the, the fewer numbers of kids on your team. You know you you lose that depth, and 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 as long as we can keep guys healthy, we'll be in good shape. Uh, what are the keys for tonight? Like always, you know, I, I we we got we we have to establish the run. I don't think we're going to be able to run the ball, you know, at will on these guys, but I think we'll be able to run the ball well enough um, to keep the ball in our hands. You know, and 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 we had on defense, we just had to do a much better job. We, you know, teams are going to score, but we we've got to do a better job of, of eliminating the big plays. You know, we can't let there be the nine second drives and things like that. We've got to do a, a better job of that. And what should we look for for the Eagles tonight? Well, um, like always, their team want to run the ball. Big offensive line, and they've got a big back. He's, I mean, he's a big, tall, like a six foot two running back, which is was, was kind of rare. Um, quarterback can run a little bit, and they've got one receiver that's a pretty special player, you know. So they like to get the ball to him. And then, and then they've got another one that, that's a decent player, coach's son, Lombardo. He's a very, he's a, he's a, he's a pretty good receiver as well. So they've got some weapons, and defensively they're like always, you know, um, very active linebackers, big defensive linemen, and 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 corners that can cover. So you know, it's like I said, it's it's a challenge. Yeah, I mean, and then you look at uh, last year, thirty-six to thirty, and they had, you had the lead at halftime, but you know, much different team tonight, and uh, good luck tonight. Yep, thank you very much. Thanks, Coach. Uh, You're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show on the Prep Sports Radio Network.
Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Sometimes we take electricity for granted. I think we forget about the safety of our home's electrical wiring. There's a home electrical fire in America every eight minutes, which is why Cooper Electric has a home electrical test called Current Safe. They test for faulty wiring, failing components, hidden fire hazards. Cooper Electric's Current Safe will help reduce the risk of fire and eliminate shock hazards. And Current Safe is the best test after a lightning strike. Cooper makes it easy. They offer an in-home consultation. And they won a Super Service Award in 2011. You'll be impressed. Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. Schedule your home to be Current Safe. This is Father Benedict O'Kinsla, the pastor of Our Lady of Victory in Delhi. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFP Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Houting Realtors, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Red Wing Shoes, La Rosa's Pizza, Jim Collins Auto Body, the wealth management team of Adam Schoester, Rosart Pharmacy, Skyline Chili, the Underground Sports Shop, Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati, Wardway Fuels and Grills, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Robert Jones Plumbing, Cooper Electric, and Schmidt Heating and Cooling. And now, let's go down on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bangle. Well, good Saturday afternoon. Welcome to the Dominic Bonavita Broadcast Booth. One Harvey, Phil Bengal. It's week four of the high school season. We're just about ready to start this one. Wardway Fuels game time temperature is a crisp 84 degrees. Wardway Fuels provides heating and propane for the home and business needs. Gas grills and pool supplies are also available, including service. Give them a call at 513-574-0061. It's Elder and Lakewood St. Ed's. Elder has won the toss and elected to defer. Harmeyer will kick it off as they set up a back deep uh, Lakewood St. Ed's comes in in the in the home green jerseys with the yellow helmets. The elder, meanwhile, on the road white with the purple and the white helmets. So they will set up now as Joey Formati is back deep for Lakewood St. Ed's. Going from left to right, the Panthers at the 40. And Harmeyer will kick it. It'll take it back at about the 3-yard line across the, the 10. He's at the 15-yard line. Formati to the 20-25. And he's out of bounds at the 32-yard line. And a good return for Formati for Lakewood St. Edsville. Yeah, and that was a high kick by Harmeyer. You know, Connor Amon not, not kicking today. 
the soccer teams taking on Covington Catholic, you know, trying to continue their uh, stint at eight and two. So uh, Connor is not available for kickoff. Stacey Sam Harmeyer kicking, and that was, it was a high, high, high kick, but still took it like you said to three. So get a little less air on it, and those things are going in the end zone. Two wide receivers off to the right side including Nate Simon. They set up with O'Malley in the backfield as the quarterback in the shotgun. He got two wide to the left side, and now they give to Formati up the middle. Formati gets to the 36-yard line before he's stacked up by the Panthers. He's stacked up uh, by a bunch of them, including number 67, Luke Kandra. Yeah, big gang tackle there. Here's something that uh, the Panthers probably worked on this week, uh, just making sure you wrap up at the line of scrimmage. You know, last week we saw that, a lot of cutbacks there, so do your assignment, get to the spot, wrap them up, and then everybody else get there and gang tackle. Second and seven from the 38, just underway. If you're just joining us, 11.20 to go in the opening quarter here at Highland High School in Medina, Ohio. Edwards has two wide receivers off to the right side, one to the left. O'Malley shotgun formation, looking to throw this time. Steps up, throws down the field. It is complete outside, and that was number 13 outside, and he got the completion. That's Montori Foster, and he gets across the 30 uh, to, uh, into Elder territory at the 47-yard line. Just a quick route finally brought down a play. Colton Sanders for the Panthers, but, you know, St. Edward going back to the line of scrimmage quick. They set up now a first and ten at the 43-yard line. They set it up. It's too wide to the right. Now looking for Monty. You get handoff for me. It's on the 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, and down at the He's into the end zone. Almost caught from behind, but not good enough as it was Bartley Thomas, Phil, but uh, that is a touchdown of 43 yards for Formati. Yeah, I mean, just got out past the past the, the linebackers and, and was gone. Uh, Elder didn't really have an answer for it. I mean, it almost really looked uh, kind of like last week. I mean, he got to that line of scrimmage, and Elder's defense was just so committed up. I mean, that, that was a quick touchdown in Formati. You know, he's been able to get those in previous weeks. Saringer will let the left-footed kicker will look for the extra point, and this one is up and good. So with 10.44 remaining in quarter number one, it's Lakewood St. Edwards Eagles 7, the Elder Panthers nothing on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet, your west side full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Introducing a Kelsey-exclusive lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. Go Panthers, out to Yora. We have Kelsey Chevrolet from our family to yours. Glenn Harvey, Phil Bengal back at the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth here at Highlands High School. And right away, the Eagles on top, 7-0 over the Elder Panthers. Uh, pretty good drive of 67 yards and a couple of plays, Phil Bengal. Yeah, I mean... Just real quick, I mean, they went, you know, first play from the line of scrimmage. It looked like the Panthers are going to have the run defense kind of set. And then after that, they get that quick hitter across the middle, set that up at the 43-yard line, and then they're off to the races and a touchdown on the next play. So not a lot of time rolled off the clock there. Thamans and Dieter's back, but this one is going to be into the end zone, and then we're going to get a whistle before. Tonight's game brought to you by La Rosa's Pizza. Make it easy to order your favorite pizza on the smartphone or tablet. Go to LaRosa's.com or order online or download our mobile app at LaRosa's.com. So they're going to kick it again. Must have been a offside on the kickoff, so they'll, they'll move it. They've got it at the 35-yard line, and they will set it up again. Kicking off for Lakewood St. Ed's from right to left. It's Grant Saringer, left-footed kicker. 
number 20. Back deep is Thamen and Dieters. They're at it their own seven. Seven nothing Lakewood St. Ed's 10-44 remaining here in opening quarter. And there's the kick. It's a shorter kick this time. It's actually taken by Ramsey at the 11. Ramsey to the 15 to the 20. And he gets tackled at about the 24-yard line. So Drew Ramsey gets to the 24. That's where the Panthers will start off their first drive. Let's see what the elder offense can do coming out of the gates. Last week, you know, they did a little bit of everything. So see how the offensive line, like we talked about, they have a real good front four. And then after that, their linebackers do a great job of filling their holes and their responsibilities. So is Elder's offensive line going to be up to the task today? I mean, it's going to it's going to have to come quick if, if St. Ed's is able to score that quickly. You know, the Panthers can't control the ball here. And they have been at 244 yards rushing per game. And the Panthers here, 7-0 trail, 10-38 remaining in the first quarter. They line up setting wide to the left side. Royer is going to be to the right side this time. Shotgun. As they set up, they go Larkin in motion to the left side. Now they go Vollmer in motion. They roll Luby out to the left to throw down the field and incomplete. It was intended for, for Ramsey, but a little bit too far that time, a little bit too much air under that for Luby. Yeah, good cover, coverage by St. Ed's over there on the sideline. Uh, just like you said, just nothing doing. Nothing really happened for the Panthers on the first one. They try to get a quick shot down the sideline. So second and ten, kind of go back and they just – the flag on the field actually there. There was a late flag, and they got, uh, looks like, uh, Lakewood St. Ed's. Yeah. So it'll be at the 35-yard line. They, uh, that was Lawson Nash on the uh, – it looked like he pushed a little bit, but uh, they didn't call it right away. It was a late flag. So the Panthers will have a first and 10 at the 35-yard line with 10.33 remaining here in the opening quarter, trailing 7 to nothing. They go Royer to the left side. They got two wide. Vollmer, now we got a – a lot of movement on the line of scrimmage. Tonight's game is brought to you by Call Banker West Shell. They're two strong names you can trust when marketing or buying a home. And they're proud to continue servicing the west side of the elder community. Call Banker West Shell at 922-9400. You can visit them at cbws.com. And then Elder goes ahead and gets penalized there, and it goes back five yards. So the Panthers, you know, pick up, and now it's first and 15. First and 15, they'll set it up at the 30. They go two wide, make that three now to the left side and one to the right. Shotgun for Luby. He steps back at his 25-yard line. Now moves ahead, going to run it. He runs to about the 30-yard line, and he gets back to the line of scrimmage. So it'll be second down and 15 coming up for the Panthers. 10-20 to go. Opening quarter, Eagles have a 7-0 lead. And that was an example there uh, of St. Ed's defensive line just able to get off the blocks what looked like was going to be a Luby with a little bit of a draw probably pick up maybe get close to getting back to the sticks barely gets past the line of scrimmage because they're just able to shed blocks up front so really got to get to your guy before he can get to you they get him a yard there second and 14 at the 31 they go in motion this time in they go outside of Catania 35 he's to the 40s he cuts back up the field to the 43 yard line before he's taken out of bounds a gain of 13 and it's going to be close to the sticks it'll be third and short coming up for the Panthers quick decision by Luby to pitch that ball outside to to Catania, and then downfield, Postal was getting in some uh, a decent block so somebody couldn't come up and, and make a play and slow him down. So the Panthers looking at a very manageable third down here. Third and three, they'll mark it at the 42-yard line, a little bit shorter than what we originally thought. 
But the Panthers have a shot here. 9.47 remaining here in the opening quarter. It's 7-0 St. Ed's. Three wide receivers off to the left side for the Panthers. Setting up now is Luby. Back at his 35. Steps up into the pocket. Now going to roll to the left. Throws it. It's complete. Across. And it's outside. It's Postal across the 45 to the 44 in Lakewood St. Edward's territory. And a first down. Luby's looking downfield, uh, looking down for, for Ramsey and looking for Volmer. In fact, I think he, he almost was going to toss that ball downfield, just just right down right down the middle of the field trying to hit a seam. But Eds all of a sudden came up and covered it. So he tucked it, looked like he's going to run, and Postal just leaked out on the side. Great pickup for the Panthers. First and 10 at the Edwards 43-yard line for the Panthers as they set up two wide to the left and one to the right. Shotgun formation. He's got Catania in the back. He throws it across the middle, incomplete intended for Royer. And knocking it down on the defensive side is C.J. Hankins for Lakewood St. Edwards. And just trying to throw that quick quick one to Royer, see if he can get his hands up there, which it... I mean, it was close to being picked off. It was almost a little bit behind him. So, luckily, Joe was able to get his hand up and break that pass up. Second down at 10. The ball spotted at the at the 43-yard line of Lakewood St. Edwards. The Panthers have, they trail it 7 to nothing here in the early going. 9-14 remaining here in quarter number one. Two wide receivers off to the right. Postal is wide to the right. Shotgun for Luby back at his 48. Now steps back and now going to roll it and throw it. It's complete across to Vollmer. 35, the 30, the 20, the 15, the 10, the 5. He gets into the end zone. For the touchdown, no flags. Panthers, 43-yard touchdown to Evan Volmer. I thought it was number one, is it not? They called it Postal, but I I thought it was one. Yeah, it is Evan Volmer. Oh, okay, good. I, I yeah. thought my eyes my eyes had been deceiving me, Phil, but that <laughs> looked like I had it. So two 43-yard touchdowns, this time a 43-yard touchdown for Volmer on the reception. Harmeyer will look to add the extra point here to tie this one up. Thayman will hold it. And Harmeyer with the right foot is up, and this one is good. So with 9.03 remaining in quarter number one, it's the Eagles 7, Elder Panthers 7. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue and Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last it's Skyline time. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal. We are tied at 7. Nine minutes and three seconds remaining. Tonight's game is brought to you by the Sophie's Angel Run. The 2019 Sophie's Angel Run will be taking place on Sunday, September 29th. And now is the time to register for the 5K Run Walk by going to Sophie's Run, Sophie's Angel Run.org. That's Sophie's Angel Run.org. The race is in honor of Sophie Grace Meinhart providing funding to Cincinnati Children's Medical Center and educational sponsorships. Once again, go to Sophie's Angel Run. Dot org for complete details and registration. So kicking off, it'll be Harmeyer at the 40-yard line from left to right. This time he kicks it pretty far into the end zone, and it'll be out of the end zone, so they'll take it at the 20. So you talked about not having... Uh, you know, the situation with the kicking situation, now having Harmeyer do the, the kicking, but uh, it uh, did a good job that time. Yeah, that one went right out. You know, Connor Eamon, like we said, Covenant Catholic, actually, uh, that game's slated to start at 4.30. I think uh, the 
JVA game just finished up, and Elder won that one one to nothing. But Connor Amon playing soccer today. Uh, his number one role, kick yes. number two. First and ten from the 20, setting up is O'Malley. O'Malley gives it, and now it's across the 25 to the uh, around the 25-yard line for Formani. Formani, who has scored on the touchdown of 43 yards earlier, and now gets a small run. They're going to mark him actually at the 24-yard line, so it'll be a second down and six coming up for Lakewood St. Edwards. It's 7-7 here on just a gorgeous Saturday afternoon for football. 84 degrees at kickoff. In September, Phil, in September the 21st, two wide receivers off to the right side for Edwards, one to the left. They set up with O'Malley in the shotgun. They give to Fermani on the handoff, and Fermani gets across the 30. He's to the 32-yard line before he's taken down by Sandus. As Colton Sandus uh, with another tackle, he continues to amaze on the defensive end. Sandus now, he had 22 tackles coming in. For and, and he does a good job of wrapping up in the open field. I mean, barring last week, the whole defense had some troubles with, with, uh, with Clearwater. But prior to that, I mean, does a good job of being very sure with being in the right spot and finishing those tackles. First and 10 from the 31 for Edwards. They give again to Formani across the 32 to about the 33, maybe the 34-yard line. Connor Keyes on the tackle for the Panthers. And with 7.50 to play here in the opening quarter, we are tied at 7 here at Highlands Hornets, uh, Highlands High School in Medina, Ohio, the Hornets. And a uh, great field. Yeah, it's a nice facility up here at... Highland High School, it is newer. I think it's about five years old. Uh, so fantastic facility. Great campus, too. Two wide receivers to the right side for Edwards with a second and seven from the 34. Formani gets the carry again. He crosses the 35. He's out to the 39-yard line. A gain of five. It'll be third down and two coming up for Lakewood St. Edwards. Tonight's game brought to you by the Underground Sports Shop. Is your corporate casual company uniforms getting a bit dated? Is your team's coach's shirts worn out? We'll contact Sean Mason at the Underground Sports Shop. Shirts, caps, coats, whatever you need. Your company logo customized on the newest items. Visit undergroundsportshop.com or call them at 513. 513- 3751-1662 Underground Sports Shop, the official provider of the Prep Sports Radio Network. Second, third down, actually, and two at the 39 for Eds. They go two wide to the right, one to the left, and now looking at the quarterback keeper is O'Malley, and he gets to about the 39-40 yard line, but that might not be enough, Phil, for the first down. It'll be fourth down coming up. They're not going to get it. They're barely going to move the sticks on it. A um, couple of different guys getting in on that one. Brady Buller got there. Connor Keys came off the pile. But, you know, Formani at 5'11", 205, doing damage up front. But really because of the fact that the line has provided some great running length. So if I can get a push back, that you know, that really might put a, put a stop to this offense. Fourth and one, they're going to go for it. One wide to the right side. They give again the quarterback keeper. He crosses the 40 to the 41. And now the 43-yard line. And that is the first down for Lakewood St. Ed's on a fourth down. So Connor O'Malley, after not getting it on third down, gets it on fourth down. Smart play by O'Malley to keep it that lane opened up and and all you're trying to do on that play as the quarterback is make sure one of you you he's trying to run just kind of a little bit of an option there one of you is going to get to the sticks and O'Malley had the best you know chance the first chance he could just see it so he made a good good decision first and 10 at the 43 555 in the first quarter tied at seven the pitch to the left side and now the give across to about the 49 yard line that was Lawson Nash on the carry 
for Lakewood St. Edwards. He gets the carry there for over 30 years. Prep Sports Radio has been around. Well, Cooper Electric has been a proud sponsor the entire time. Reliable courtesy and quality is the hallmark of Cooper Electric's business. Upgrades to your home or business to your efficient LEDs or uh, elaborate changes or remodel. Call Greg Hyland at 513-271-5000. 520 and counting now here in the first quarter, tied at 7. A second down, it's now at the 50-yard line. Two wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. O'Malley looking to throw. Steps up in the pocket, throws it down the field. Throws it is complete to the 10-yard line. And that was number 13, Montori Foster, the six foot two senior, gets a big completion. Bartley Thomas last week, who was charged with covering the show, his show did a pretty good job there. Just couldn't make a play. It was kind of step for step, but at the end, he got a little bit behind it. Didn't make a, a time jump on that ball. So, a nice throw throw, and a catch by Foster, but now St. Ed's back knocking on the door. First and goal at the nine. Two wide receivers to the right side, one to the left side. Shotgun formation. Setting up his O'Malley on this first down and goal. The give to the right side, and now he's going to keep it himself, and it gets inside to about the seven-yard line, so O'Malley with the fake to the right to Lawson Nash, and this time we'll uh, get it to about, they're going to mark it at the six-yard line, or actually the five is where they finally mark it. And Luke Kander's been out there playing nose quite a lot today uh, as well. You know, Carter Smith is out there in these situations, uh, Brady Buller, and then, of course, to Joey Stemmler, uh, giving a look there at the line of scrimmage. Two wide to the right side on this second down and goal at the five. We have 4-13 remaining in the opening quarter. O'Malley looking to throw, stepping up, throws it to the left side. Wide open in the end zone. It's a touchdown for Lakewood St. Ed's to the tight end. And that was number 84, Amon Carr. I checked that. That was Nick DeTore, the tight end, number 87. So yeah, just trying yeah. to look at that there, Len. I mean, all of a sudden he he just popped out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, Dottori was was uncovered, you know, out on the left side in the end zone, and, and Elders just kind of scrambled a little bit. Carter Smith was uh, was up in a linebacker position, so they changed changed a little bit up front, but just not able to get a stop. And the kick is up and good. So with 4:05 left in quarter number one, it's the St. Edwards Eagles 14, the Elder Panthers seven. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your? favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Put your money where your heart is. Do business with someone who shares your faith and values from Sacred Heart Radio's Angels List of Underwriters. And don't forget to tell them where you found out about them. Go to sacredheartradio.com and click Angels List. Coding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800, or on the web at Hoding.com. 
Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita Broadcast Booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal in Medina, Ohio on Highlands High School campus. The Eagles with a five-yard touchdown catch to Torrey, and it is 14-7. Lakewood St. Edwards with the lead with 4.05 remaining in the opening quarter. Both offense have scored on their first, well, now St. Ed's have scored on their first two drives. And it was a, a nice drive by them to get that, that big pass down the field, kind of set that up. You know, So Ed's just really using every bit of their offense that they have. Ramsey's going to take it at the seven-yard line across the 10 to the 15. He's at the 20, 25, 30, 35, and he gets to the 39-yard line before he's tackled on the play. Number 23, Garrett Provancic on the tackle for Lakewood St. Edwards, but a good run uh, for Ramsey. So they move it here. Tonight's game brought to you by the Cincinnati Cyclones. Last season, Cyclones head coach Matt Thomas had his team total the highest points of any Cyclones team in history. The Cyclones' aggressive and fast style of play will have you sitting on the edge of your seat. Season tickets or single-game tickets are on sale now. You can view the schedule at CyclonesHockey.com. Cyclones Hockey, it's more than just a game. At 84 degrees, though, Phil... It's tough to think about hockey, but it is September the 20th, and you got to start thinking about colder weather. First and 10 at the 39. Two wide receivers off to the left for the Panthers. Two to the right. And Luby throws to the left side. Throws. It is incomplete intended for Ramsey. And I don't think Ramsey knew that that ball was coming to him. He just kind of turned around, and now uh, he's got his left hand he's looking at. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what happened over there. I'm trying to look over Coach Ramsey. You know, to see what he was saying. He's looking at Matthews, kind of telling him, I don't know if he's telling him to look down the field or run down the field on that one. It just was such a quick throw out there uh, uh, to Ramsey, just not able to really get anything. And you mentioned the heat. They did in that last kick in between the kickoffs. They took a little bit longer so both teams could have uh, uh, hydration because it is very warm yeah. down there on the field. It's today. about. 90 on the field is, is short. Second and 10 at the 39. Ramsey goes to the left side of Luby, looking to throw, and he gives it to, and it's incomplete. Intended for Ramsey in the backfield, and that uh, was overthrown again. That's the second time Luby's done that, and it'll be third down coming up. Yeah, I mean, it looked like there was going to be something there, just getting that, you know, screen kind of running over there to Ramsey. The line was on the move. That ball just over, over his head. Um, and whether, you know, that even if it had been ruled a fumble or whatnot, the ball did go out of bounds. I mean, it went straight out. I mean, that's how much it was over, over his head. I mean, it, it was like a frozen rope heading over there. Yes, it was. Third down and 10 coming up at the 39-yard line. 3.50 remaining here in the opening quarter. It's the Eagles of Lakewood St. Ed's with a 14-7 lead over the Elder Panthers. The Panthers' touchdown came on Volmer's 43-yard touchdown reception from Luby. Two wide to the left. And now we get a little bit of... Uh, movement we get a timeout if you're feeling good and hungry then you know it's skyline time there is no better west side tradition than skyline chili before or after the game skyline chili on delhi pike harrison avenue and dent or glenway avenue across from pepwitz and you know i'm kind of hungry right now phil didn't really get much to eat before the game so i saw you with some kind of sandwich yeah, they got they got chick-fil-a yeah. up here okay. and, you know they got they got a couple of cheeseburgers. So oh. Island High School taking you know good care of us here. And like you know, we talked about, you know, it's a nice facility. Whenever when we play St. Edge, you know, we played at some different places uh, coming up here. And the same with like St. Ignatius, you know. So you get to see some of the different spots up here in uh, in this region. And this is this is one of the nicer ones uh, in recent. I can remember. Not that the other ones aren't nice. It's just this this is like brand new. Yeah. Um, just brand new. A lot of stuff on the campus, but. You know, field facilities, everything's very nice. Got to talk with their athletic director a little bit beforehand. They're very proud of this facility. 
Uh, and they should be. Third and ten from the 39. Luby steps back at his 32, looks to throw, throws it. It's complete to the left side to Vollmer, and Vollmer across the 45 to the 48-yard line, but it'll be short of a first down. It'll be fourth down and a couple coming up for the Panthers with 335 remaining here in the opening quarter. As it's 14-7, Lakewood St. Ed. So fourth and two, probably go for it here. Yeah, well, now they're going to run a punting oh. unit out. I mean, okay. that was like you said. I mean, you're at that point of the field where you kind of, I don't know, maybe think about but the Panthers already used one timeout, so you wouldn't want to come out and maybe use another one, see if you can get them to jump off sides. So go ahead and, and uh, Nash will be back deep for Lakewood St. Ed. Is at his own 16-yard line. Dieters at his 28. Fourth and two at the 48, and Dieters line drive kick. And it'll take him back to the 15, across the 20. 25, Nash goes to the 28. We've got a couple of flags down back at the 22-yard line, so this one probably coming back. Yeah, I think you're going to get a few blocks. A few blocks in the back. So we got a little uh, – we got the referee, Mike. 10-yard penalty, first and 10. Yeah, don't, don't, get any, don't get any ideas. Yeah. <laughs> First and ten at the, they'll mark it back down and, uh, Lakewood St. Edwards, uh, they lead it 14 to seven. The Panthers don't score on their second drive. Eagles have been two for two so far. They had a 43 yard touchdown by Formani and then they had a five yard touchdown catch by DeTore. So right now a first and ten at their own 15 yard line. Connor O'Malley back at the quarterback slot. He's got Formani in the backfield. Two wide receivers off to the right and two to the left side. He gives to Formani up the middle. And Formani crosses around the 20. He gets to about the 21-yard line before he's taken down by the Panthers, number 25, Tanner Purdue. And just a lot of elder guys coming in, pad level too high, bouncing off, you know, not getting low and, and wrapping up and just trying to drive through like they did. You know, that very first snap of the football in this game, I haven't seen him tackle like that since. And Formani's just been able to kind of run and pick up six, seven yards every time. They go a second down and three from the 23-yard line. One wide to the right side for Edwards going from right to left. And now looking O'Malley to throw. He's got a lot of time. He steps up and throws. And it is it almost intercepted. It is intercepted. Let's see. Do they call it? Yep. It's going to oh, be. Yeah. And that's an interception for the Elder Panthers. And that was Nicholas Seeger who caught the deflection. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Colton Sanders cut, went for the interception. And uh, he dropped it because he saw pay dirt. And so he, he thought he was going to get, you know, get a pick six. So he started running before he had the ball. And then the ball bounced around, and, and Nicholas Seeger is able to go make a catch uh, right at the 35-yard line and, and get the interception and get the get the football right back. The Panthers with great field possession. So the Panthers will have a first and ten at the Edward 35-yard line. Johnson in it running back for the for the Panthers, Cooper Johnson had a couple of touchdowns. He's going to move off to the left side, though. They got an empty backfield now for Luby. Luby's going to run it. He crosses the 35 and gets to about the 34-yard line before he's tackled by setting up there. He was tackled uh, by, looked like, Kanan Casto from the uh, check that. Yeah, that looked like uh, number 98. So a second down and nine. They'll throw it at the 34-yard line for the Panthers, trailing 14-7, to a minute 42 and counting. Left here in quarter number one. The lineup, Royer, wide to the right side, too wide to the left. They go in motion with Cooper Johnson and setting up now with Vollmer. Rolling to the right, 
looking Luby, stepping up, throwing, and it's complete to Vollmer inside the 30 to about the 26-yard line. And that's going to be close to a first down, but it'll be third down coming up at short. And coming out on that right rollout, I think Luby wanted to get the ball downfield to Royer. He was at the next level at about the 10-yard line, but he, he settled to get the ball to Vollmer uh, as he was under pressure and wasn't able to wait for that route to fully develop. Third and two from the 27. Panthers big third down here after the interception. They want to get something going. Two wide receivers off to the left. Now two to the right. Empty backfield now. Luby, they go Ramsey in motion. The fake to Ramsey, the look, and now Luby's going to be running and for his life, and he gets inside the 25 to the 20, 15, to about the 13 to the 12-yard line, and that was all Luby on that one. He was running for dear life. Yeah, Matthew Luby starts to run that draw, and he's looking at a team photo of the St. Ed's defense just staring back at him, and somehow he got away and able to pick up the first down. Like, I have no clue. I was thinking up here. I'm like, well, you know, going to go back to the drawing board on that one, and Luby just able to break a few tackles, so great job. We talked about that earlier. You know, Matthew Luby just makes plays, and there's a great example. That was a tremendous play on talent alone two wide to the left including postal and royer wide to the left on a first and 10 from the 13 yard line luby the fake to johnson the throw to the left incomplete intended for postal he was guarded pretty high uh, heavy by lawson nash that pass that it really scared me from this angle because it looked like if eds wanted to if they had jumped it that would have been a pick six the other way obviously they didn't but they get the ball they had to throw it out much further for Postal. They set up second down at 10 from the 13-yard line. 40 seconds remaining in the first quarter. It's Lakewood St. Ed's with a 14-7 lead. The Panthers have the second down at 10. They're at the 13, and they're trying to do something here. They line up with two wide receivers now off to the left. They even have Larkin now as a wide receiver. Two to the right, including Ramsey. He'll go in motion. And now he lines up right next to Luby. The fake, and now the Luby gets it. It's on the 10. He's to about the three-yard line to the two. He fumbles it into the end zone, and Cooper Johnson's going to score a touchdown. He fumbled it forward into the end zone, and Cooper Johnson recovers it in the end zone for a Panther touchdown. So Cooper Johnson gets the recovery in the end zone. And that was interesting, Phil. Yeah, but uh, I'll take it. I mean, I thought he was going to be down right there. And, and uh, you know, obviously, Cooper Johnson able to get it before it rolls out of the back of the end zone, which it was pretty darn close. Uh, so now you can get Evans, Damon, and Hormar. They add the extra point, the kick up with the right foot, and this one is good. So with 32 seconds remaining in the first quarter, we are all tied up at 14. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Uh, so we were trying to figure out here how that worked. And uh, Luby, it was a 13-yard touchdown where Luby carried it about 11 and a half yards and then fumbled it into the end zone, and Cooper Johnson recovered it in the end zone for the touchdown. So it's a 14-14 score, 32 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Either way, it's a touchdown. That's what we figured out. Yeah, the touchdown still counts the same. 
So 32 seconds to go here. The game's tied up. I mean, it's been a pretty pretty good showing for both offenses. Absolutely. Uh, and that uh, turnover comes into a touchdown. Harmeyer, and he's going to be a little bit better this time. It's way back into the end zone, and they'll start it again at the 20 with 32 seconds, as all Formani could do on that one is just watch it go to the back of the end zone. Tonight's game brought to you by Hoding Realtors. They're proud to help uh, bring you elder football. Uh, the next time you're selling your home or looking for a new one, call one of these elder grads and Hoding team members, Brian Baisley, Steve Florian, Rick Hoding, Doug Rolfus, Mike Rolfus, or Mike Wright. Call Hoding Realtors for all your real estate needs at 451-4800 or visit them on the web at Hoding.com. First and 10 for Lakewood St. Ed's at the 20-yard line. 32 seconds remaining in the opening quarter, tied at 14. The give to Formani to the right. Formani's going to run it across to the 25-yard line. So he gets five yards on first down with 20 ticks of the clock remain. And they'll probably not be able to run any more plays here at the uh, end of this quarter. Uh, another warm afternoon and 84-plus uh, degrees. And that's going to probably be the last play of the quarter. But it's tied at 14, a pretty exciting one here. And we've had two big exciting games before this one but we'll come back and we'll talk about more we are tied at 14 the end of the first quarter of play and you are listening to the prep sports radio network buying or selling your home is a very important decision and your first correct decision is contacting coldwell banker west shell with outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing coldwell banker west shell has the tools to provide you with expert service the professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. For a sharp team look, work or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Take care for Joseph Toyota Clarence event, $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. We're getting ready for the start of the second quarter. A second down and four for Lakewood St. Ed's at their own 26-yard line. Two wide receivers to the left. We are tied at 14 here. And setting up O'Malley back at his 20-yard line on the shotgun. Gives to formatting up the middle across and he gets to the 30 to the 31-yard line. And Colton Sanders and a bunch of others on top of uh, for the tackle, including Galen Mitchell for Elder. So the Panthers stop that a little bit, but it's a first down for Lakewood St. Ed's. Jim Collins Auto Body approaching their 50th year in business. They've achieved this milestone by providing reliable service you can trust. Turning your car back into your pride and joy. It's what you can expect from Jim Collins Auto Body, a proud sponsor of Elder football. 11:35 remaining in the uh, in the second quarter. And it's 14-14 here. A warm Saturday afternoon at Highland High School. Two wide receivers off to the left side. One to the right for Lakewood St. Ed's going from left to right. And they set up now. Look at O'Malley at the 25. Throws. It is incomplete. And there's going to be a flag down on the play. Bartley Thomas, he got tied up with Montori Foster. And that time, uh, Montori Foster is going to win that one. Yeah, I mean, that was a close I mean close one there. Bartley Thomas is going to get hit, hit with the pass interference. But, uh, I, I, you know, I think it was just a little bit too soon. 
I mean, good coverage, though. I mean, much better than last time. You know, he, he wasn't even uh, able to make a play on the ball that time right there, but you know, results in a first down for St. Ed's. First and 10 at the 42-yard line for Lakewood St. Ed's. Two wide receivers off to the left and one to the right side. O'Malley, shotgun formation, setting up at his 37. And now the give to the left side. It's across to Formatti. Formatti now gets to the 44-yard line, a gain of two on first down. It'll be second down and eight coming up. With 11 minutes and five seconds. Sorry, Phil. I was just going to say Sanders on the tackle again. So, coming, you know, having to come up, kind of playing that, you know, from a defensive spot. Uh, you know, the defensive backfield, that old boss position sometimes Elder likes to do. You know, Jake O'Brien, you know, has been, been that guy before uh, in the past. But that's a guy that's got to come up and make a lot of plays. And when you get there, you got to make those tackles. And that's what he's been doing. Second and nine from the 43. One wide to the left, two to the right. Now the give to Fermanino. No fake. It's going to be the quarterback keeper across the 45-yard line. But Connor Keyes and company on the tackle there at the 45-yard line. So a gain of two. It'll be third down coming up for Lakewood St. Ed's. Good gang tackle by the Panthers. May really make them work here on his third down. It'd be nice. See if Elder can get off the field and kind of flip the script, you know, instead of this being a back-forth, back-forth, back-forth scoring deal. Let's see if the Panthers can can turn it on, turn it on them. 10-10 remaining in the second quarter. Tied at 14. Lakewood St. Ed's a third down and six at the 46. Two wide receivers to the right side. Now one to the left. Shotgun for O'Malley. He's got Formatti in the backfield. And now the fake to Formatti. Looking, throwing. He's got time. Steps up, throws. It is complete to the 17-yard line. And again, he had a little bit of a step that time. And number five, Nate Simon on the reception. And a big first down for Lakewood St. Ed's. There's a great pass by O'Malley. Uh, Bartley Thomas really had good coverage on uh, in that position on Foster or on Simon. I'm sorry, uh, but Simon just able to get a little bit ahead. But O'Malley, uh, that been uh, not as perfect of a pass it was. There was no way it was getting in. First and ten at the 19. Now one wide to the left side. The give to Ferman- across the 20 to the 15 yard line. Out to the 14 yard line. And that time Logan Nash on the carry for Lakewood St. Ed's, giving Formatti a break on that one. But uh, Lakewood St. Ed's continues to move the football. They had the one turnover and the interception by Nick Seeger on the deflection. So second down and four coming up at the 13-yard line. Two wide receivers off to the left side, including Nate Simon and Michael Lombardo. One wide to the right side. Shotgun formation for O'Malley. The give to Formatti. He's going to go wide this time. He's going to go inside the 10, and he gets knocked out of bounds at about the 7-yard line. And a good play by Nicholas Seeger to knock him out of bounds. Seeger's the only hope for the Panthers to get him out. But like we talked about, he go back to that big third down. Now the Panthers are in a spot where St. Ed's able just to work it from this first and goal situation for Monty 5'11", 205 is really done a great job running the football. As a matter of fact, you're St. Ed's. I mean, you're pretty confident you're going to walk away with, with six here. Yeah, first down and goal. The ball spotted at the seven-yard line with 8.55 remaining here in the second quarter. Portions of tonight's game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, certified financial planner with Morgan Stanley, currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. 8.55 remaining 
here in the second quarter. It's tied at 14, but Lakewood St. Edwards is knocking on the door with a first down and goal at the 7. And just real quick, a, a quick update. Javari Portis, uh, elder alum, just scored his first touchdown for the Ohio Bobcats to make it 24-12. to 18 seconds ago in the third quarter against the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. So congratulations to Javari. Absolutely. That's great to hear those kind of stories. First down and goal at the seven to two wide receivers to the right. They give to Fermani. Fermani inside the five. He's rolling with a, with everybody. He gets to about the one-yard line. And I think they're going to mark him right about short of the goal line, but at the one. So it'll be second down and goal coming up. Fermani continues to just drive the pile with 8.37 remaining. This is what we talked about. I mean, just give the ball to Formani and just work it. you got four downs getting the end zone. Go seven yards. I think Formani, yeah. can, he, can, he can do that. Second down and goal from the one. They line up with one wide to the left side. Connor is going to run it himself, and he gets hit at the goal line, and he's going to be stopped short, let's see, at the one. So Connor O'Malley got hit hard at the goal line. So the Panthers stop. On a, it'll be third down and goal coming up. Yeah, O'Malley, unfortunately, feeling it a little bit. And I think he might come to the sidelines here. See what they're going to do. They're going to call a timeout with 7.55 remaining here in the second quarter. Tonight's game is brought to you by Red Wing Shoes. For over 114 years, the Red Wing Shoe Company of Red Wing, Minnesota, has crafted and distributed premium footwear for work and outdoor. And now with Red Wing Shoe Stores, Ultimate Fit Experience, you will receive a state-of-the-art foot scanning and fitting and products best suited for your work environment. Get the Ultimate Fit Experience at one of the five Cincinnati Red Wing Shoe locations, Western Hills, Florence, Kentucky, Eastgate, Mason, and Tri-County. 7.56 remaining in the second quarter, but uh, O'Malley um, had to go to the sidelines there, but he's looking okay. Yeah, just got the wind knocked out of him a little bit. Uh, so come over and talk it over, see what you want to do. You use that timeout. Panthers already taken one, so both teams will be sitting at two for the remainder of the, court, for the, remainder of the half. But Ed's going to be back out first, elder defense. I mean, that ball... I mean, that, that nose is almost on the goal line. Uh, I mean, that was a, a nice stop by the Panthers, but I had to think it's third down. He got third and fourth to go a very short distance. I, I, I think Ed's going to be able to punch this one in. They go left side with one wide receiver setting up with Foster to the left, nobody to the right. Shotgun formation, and the quarterback keeper into the end zone for the touchdown. One yard for Connor O'Malley. And right now it's Lakewood St. Ed 20 and the Elder Panthers 14 pending the extra point with 7.51 to go. A lot of misdirection on that play. Had a couple guys in the backfield, tried to look like they were going to run to the left, run to the right, and it took a while to develop. And finally, O'Malley straight up the gut to go ahead and get that six. Smart timeout, though, to get the, his win back and get the touchdown. Here's the extra point. Left-footed kicker is up. And he is good. So with 7.51 remaining in the second quarter, it's St. Ed's 21, Elder Panthers 14 on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. 
Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal back here at Highland High School in Medina, Ohio. A Saturday afternoon tilt, and right now it's Lakewood St. Ed's 21, the Elder Panthers 14. The last touchdown coming from Connor O'Malley, a one-yard touchdown run uh, to make it 21-14. Cooper Johnson recovered a fumble into the end zone after an 11-yard run by Luby, and that tied it at 14 after the end of the first quarter. So quarter number two. 751 and a lot of points as always as uh, that's been uh, you know the season so far for the Panthers it's kind of looking like uh, we're, we're in another shootout game right here neither defense has really stood up to the other so far so it's going to be really which team blinks first you know has can capitalize off of a big turnover uh, or, or force a big turnover and Ramsey is going to take this one at the one he steps at about the five to the ten to the fifteen to the twenty He's across the 25, 30, 35, 40. He cuts up field to about the 47-yard line. So Drew Ramsey with a big return of 46 yards, and the Panthers have a good start on this drive, down 21-14. Great blocking uh, by the kick return team, formed that wall over by Alder's sideline, and Ramsey was able to hit it at speed. He really didn't have to deal with anybody, and that's the big part of it, I think, as a returner. You don't have to shake somebody off if, if when you're initially... And when you get to that wall, you can turn that into great field position. First and ten for the Panthers. They're going to mark him at the 46-yard line. Three wide receivers, including Cooper Johnson, now lined up wide to the left with Postal. Shotgun, empty backfield for Luby, and now he's going to run it. Run it across. He gets to the 50 to the 49-yard line of Lakewood St. Ed's at the Highland logo here at Highland High School. So Luby gets to the 49-yard line with 7.30 remaining in the second quarter, and Lakewood St. Ed's with the lead. And the draw, I mean, they're, still, they're picking up some yards, but you know, I, I'm not super happy with it. Everything seems just very – they're working very hard to pick up those yards. I mean, Matthew Luby just really – had to break through three or four tackles just to fall forward to, to, to get a, a three-yard gain and not the clean stuff that we've seen in weeks past. So hopefully the line can start getting their push a little bit stronger, getting those guys to come upfield. Second and seven from the 49 for the Panthers. Two wide to the right, and now in motion is Volmer. And Luby going to run it, and he gets he tried to do an option, and that did not work. They lost a couple yards back to the 47-yard line for Lakewood St. Edwards. St. Edwards had that play completely sniffed out. Elder did not have a shot at really getting that ball anywhere. I'm just happy Matthew Luby didn't try a, a, a panic pitch and then that ball's on the turf. Setting up a third down and nine. Ball spotted back at the 47-yard line. With 6.35 and counting here in quarter number two, 21 14, Lakewood St. Ed with the lead. They set up with two wide to the right. They go Larkin in motion now, going to be in the backfield to help out with the protection. Setting up his Luby, rolling, rolling to his left, throws it down the field, incomplete. Intended for Volmer, excuse me, for Postal rather, and Postal, uh, that was a little bit too far for him. Matthew Luby looked like he wanted to maybe turn a corner and run, but he did do a good job of staying behind the line of scrimmage in case he was able to complete a pass. Thought he might have Postal, uh, but just wasn't able to get that ball to him. And they'll set up a fourth and nine at the 47. Dieters is going to be back deep to punt it. He's going to be back at his 31-yard line, and it's number six back, and that's Nash. He's back at his 10. He's going to kick it to the right corner, and it bounces. Let's see where they finally mark it. 
it, it bounced at the 14-yard line. Did it go out before that, though? No. no it's a 14. nice low, low yeah. kick, end over end. And, and, I mean, that's not a bad spot. When it came off his foot, I thought it was going to be a, a not as great. But Dieter's able to get that kick off. Now is where the elder defense really has to step up. I mean, he can't. We talked about four was trading scores back and back. Well, elder didn't get a score there. He can't afford to go down two. So the defense really, you need to get off the field pretty quick here. First and ten from the 13-yard line is where they mark it after the Dieters punt. Six minutes and six seconds remaining here in the second quarter. One wide receiver to the left, two to the right side, setting up O'Malley. He's back at his seven. The give to Formani. Formani actually, O'Malley's going to keep it himself. And it's across the 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. He's down the sidelines and finally taken down at the 25-yard line of Elder. And finally, it was Bartley Thomas who caught up to him. It looked like he was giving it to Formani, and that's, I think, what everybody thought. And that's why he was able to get the extra yards on that one, Phil. Great work carrying out the fake. Just kept the ball hidden enough and really paused on it, too. Let Formani run and and then went. So they're going to say that he, he was knocked out of bounds. Uh, a little bit further back than uh, where he actually got to, um, much to the chagrin of the St. Ed's crowd, but still a heck of a run brought down at the end by Bartley Thomas. 36-yard line, they set up a first and 10 for Manny. This time does get it. He crosses inside the 30, 25. He pulls over to the 20-yard line, down to the 19-yard line before he's taken down by Galen Mitchell for Elder, but uh, Formani is just running over the Panthers right now. It's the cutbacks. I mean, I just I just had a flashback to last week with uh, Ludovic Schuchto running, uh, cutting back at the line. I mean, that's what, what Formani right there. He got to the line of scrimmage. There's Elder's defense, and all of a sudden he cuts back to the left, and there's nobody there to contain him in. First and 10 at the 20, 28 remaining, 21-14 Eagles. And now the give to Formani again. Formani gets inside to about the 15, 16-yard line where he's taken down there after a gain of four. But Eagles have a 21-14 lead. They have the ball deep into Elder territory at the 16-yard line. And then right now the Eagles uh, looking pretty good here. Brian Weber gets the tackle for the Panthers on that one, just gets a shoelace on it, really, uh, to stop Formani. But, Eds, I mean, their running game, it's just great. And up front, their line is, is really pushing Elder wherever they want them to go. Second and six from the 16, two wide to the right, one to the left side. O'Malley looking to throw to the left, throws it. It's complete inside and gets to about the nine-yard line. The wide receiver off to the left side is Foster. And Foster gets it, number 13. With 4.48 remaining, and they, they set up there, and with 4.48 remaining, tonight's game is brought to you by Shore Optical. Dr. Ken Shore of Shore Optical can make your world look a whole lot more in focus. Good eyesight is a key to success in school, work, or sports. If you think your vision is not what it should be, then let 1979 elder grad Dr. Ken Shore give you a complete examination. And with 45100. One zero and Joey Stemler number forty four is uh, down. We're going to take a quick timeout. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. When you're in an auto accident and your insurance company insists you take your car to a cheap, no-name facility, do you think they're looking out for you or for them? It is your right to take your car to the place of your choice, so demand Jim Collins Auto Body. Accidents happen, and Jim Collins understands you want your vehicle back to pre-accident condition with no excuses. For over 40 years, Jim Collins' attention to detail, his commitment to quality, and a job that's always guaranteed has given his customers peace of mind. Jim Collins Auto Body on Glenway Avenue near 
Best Buy, 922-6336. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth, and Joey Stemmler uh, is walking off. Looks like it's his left leg. Not sure, uh, but he is walking off. Uh, yeah, walking off under his own power, which is that's always, you know, for me uh, as a... Uh, you know, as a coach, I mean, if my guy gets hurt, he goes down, he's able to walk off under his own power. I feel a lot better uh, just knowing, you know, that injury, it, it could be something that it could come back from today. At the seven, they go to Fermani inside, into the five. He gets to about the two-yard line, down to the one. Joey Fermani with six yards on first down. It'll be second down and goal coming up with fourth, 28 remaining here in the second quarter. And it's the Eagles 21, the Panthers 14, but the Eagles are looking like they're going in for another touchdown here. And this would be big here to go up 14 in this game. They set up a second down and goal at the 14, at the one-yard line, rather. With They go one wide receiver to the left and two to the right. O'Malley's got Formatti in the backfield to give to Formatti, and he puts his head down, but nothing doing. He did not get in as Sandus, I think, or actually checked that. That was Jonathan Paff on the tackle for the Panthers. They absolutely stoned him at the line of scrimmage. Uh, I think they're going to mark the ball just right back, maybe a little bit back, but not much. Still third and one. Or third and goal yeah. at the one. Third and goal at the one. 3.40 remaining here in the second quarter. Coming up at halftime, it's the Caldwell Banker West Shell halftime report. Well, Phil and I will take a look at this game and others around. Although today, no games around on a Saturday. On a third down and one, one wide receiver off to the right. And they set up now with Formatti in the I formation. Setting up now. And now the give, it is Formatti, and he gets into the end zone. And Formatti is, is in for the touchdown. So with 3.16 remaining in the second quarter, a one-yard touchdown run by Formatti, his second touchdown of the game. And it's now 27-14, Eagles pending this extra point. Pretty easy offensive series there for St. Ed. I mean, they they didn't have too many stops by the Panther defense, and when they did, they just went right back to it. Formani and, and O'Malley really working that front front line for the elder defense and forcing them. Saranger adds the extra point. Sorry, Phil. With 3.16 remaining in the second quarter, it's Lakewood St. Ed's 28. The elder Panthers 14 will take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita Broadcast Booth. We are in Medina, Ohio. Highland High School, Len Harvey and Phil Bengal, and it's been all Lakewood St. Ed's. They lead it 28-14 to for Amani with his second touchdown of the game, this time a one-yard touchdown run after a 43-yard touchdown the previous, but a one-yard touchdown run, and with 3.16 remaining here in the second quarter, it's 28-14, Lakewood St. Ed's. And that goes back to, I mean, that last touchdown run, too. They got that their and goal from about the seven, and then O'Malley puts it in a one-yard run. There's Fermani with the one yard. So they're just 
methodically moving the ball down the field. They had that one big play, obviously, early, but after that, it's been, you know, five yard, one yard, one yard on these touchdowns. Thayman will get the short kick at the 25 to the 30, and he's out to the 35-yard line. So the Panthers will get good field position after Saringer decided instead of going to Ramsey, because Ramsey's been running it back pretty well. That time, Thayman, and he gets to the 35-yard line, so the Panthers will have it. Kelty Chevrolet is your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Prep Sports Radio Network. Now at Kelsey Chevrolet, lifetime powertrain protection. See Walt Kelsey or Paul Cluxton at Kelsey Chevrolet, Route 50 in Lawrenceburg or KelseyChev.com. 3-11 remaining. Big possession for the Panthers here before the half to score with a first and 10 at the 35. Luby shotgun formation setting up. Steps up into the pocket. Throws to Royer. His first catch across the 45 to the 50. 45, 40, 35. And he's out of bounds at the Lakewood St. Ed's 33-yard line before Donovan Stanley knocked him out of bounds. Great block right after Royer caught the ball by Postal so he could get those yards after catch. Uh, Postal and Royer kind of in the same zip code there on that you know right on that on that catch and postal got off real quick made a quick block and then able to pick it up so the panthers move the ball quick and still remember i mean three minutes ago panthers do still have two timeouts if they would need them first and 10 at the 35 yard line of lakewood st ed's 28 14 the eagles on top over the panthers they line up now shotgun formation Two wide receivers off to the left side. Now the fake to Catania. Looking, rolling. Is Luby going to run it across the 35, 30, 25? He's set to the 23-yard line. A gain of a dozen on first down and another first down for the Panthers. Luby just saw a lane and he took it. He was looking downfield to make the pass, but the lane developed. Smart move, smart play, first down. First and 10 at the Lakewood St. Ed's 23-yard line. Panthers trailing at 28 to 14, 2:45 remaining here in the second quarter. Coming up at halftime, the Caldwell Banker Westshell halftime report. We'll go over this game, give you some stats, and we line up now with two wide receivers to the right side, two to the left. Shotgun formation, an empty backfield for Luby. Now with the rush coming, throws it is complete, and it's Postal inside the 20 to the 19-yard line. A gain of four, but uh, Luby was able to get something after the blitz. It looked like he was in trouble. Yeah, three guys coming at him, had to make quick plays. So Postal, quick hands, gets the ball uh, a little bit of a gain. They're going to mark it a three-yard gain uh, for the Panthers. Clock still rolling, getting to that two-minute mark, but. Uh, Again, Luby making plays. Could have easily panicked and tucked the ball and taken a sack, but got it out quick. Two wide receivers, Postal and Ramsey to the left. Now Vollmer moves to the left side. And now the setup is Luby rolling left. The throw is complete to Vollmer. 15-10. He's at the 7-yard line before he is taken down by Richard Johnson. Richard Johnson on the tackle for Lakewood St. Ed's. It'll be first down and goal for the Panthers, and they're going to mark him. Uh, I thought he got to the 70. They're going to mark him at the 9. Yeah, they like these little routes right now. They're making the linebacker either commit the Luby or cover, and that was one right there. They just made him commit the Luby, and he pops it off the Volmer. First and goal at the 9. Postal wide to the right side. Ramsey in at quarterback. Three wide receivers, including as they set up in uh, Luby. And then Ramsey's going to keep it. He gets to about the six-yard line. A gain of three on first down for Drew Ramsey as Luby with the fake that time. And Ramsey was the quarterback. Minute and 13 remaining here in the second quarter. 28-14 Lakewood St. Ed's. But the Panthers have done a great job, Phil, moving this football down the field. 
going that 60 yards plus. They've gone 59 yards in a couple of plays. They go two wide to the right, two to the left. Shotgun formation. Luby empty backfield to throw in the corner of the end zone, and that is too far for, and we got a flag down. Royer, I don't know if this might be offensive. Let's see. They're going to call it on the defense. On the defense. I don't like that call. Yeah. I the only reason I don't like it is just because of the fact that both guys were on each other from the get-go. And I know that, I mean, you're going to give sometimes give an advantage to the offense there, but I felt like both of the guys were, I mean, they tied up from the second. It was just going to be a jump ball. So I, I, I think it would be hard to, for, for me, it was hard. It would be hard to throw that flag uh, on it. But obviously the defense, pass interference, the, uh, you know, the Panthers are going to get get the advantage there and, and move it yeah, to the three. a little bit closer. A little bit. Second down and goal from the three. Two wide receivers. Now Larkin goes in motion, steps up with one to the left. Now Luby look to give to Catania. Catania gets taken down at about the two-yard line, maybe the one-yard line before he's taken down. But with 40 seconds remaining in the second quarter, Panthers trying to get this touchdown. They're trailing 28-14. to 14. And they call a quick timeout here. We'll keep it here. From prevention maintenance to major repairs to your heating and cooling system, you want someone you can trust. That's Schmidt Heating and Cooling, 531-6900. They've been family-owned and operated since 1954 and will give the straight answers and help you what you're looking for with your system. Schmidt Heating and Cooling, give them a call. 531-6900, and I'm sure they're getting a lot of calls because I don't think a lot of people expected this kind of weather well into late September. Yeah, it's been warm, but I'm going to say, like I do every time when you mention it, I had them come out, they took care of my stuff this summer, and they haven't had a phone call from me. It's been perfect. They're great to deal with, and our house has never felt cooler, and uh, we, we love every bit of it. So if you're having a problem, give them a call. They'll take care of you. Absolutely, and, of course, uh, you didn't want to deal with Becky with you know 80 degrees in the house. No. Not a good thing. So get no. them out there right away. Always give Schmidt Heating and Cooling exactly. a call. Set, it'll be third down and goal. The ball spotted just outside the two-yard line for the Panthers. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the left. 38 seconds remaining in the second quarter. Catania in the backfield. He's got Larkin in the front. Luby shotgun formation. The blitz is coming. Bad snap. It's going to take it back, and we got a flag down before the snap. And we got a little movement on number 67. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah, because that, that would have been Luke Kendra. Kendra. Gets a, gets a false start on that. That snap was was sent. I mean, man, I was about looked like good 10, 15 yards back. So I mean, that really would have hurt the Panthers' chances uh, with the ball here. You know, third and goal. So, so a third and goal. They're going to mark it outside the seven yard line now. After the penalty, two wide receivers to the right side. Wide to the right is Postal. Two wide to the left side. Warriors in it with Ramsey and another. Uh, timeout. Coming up at halftime, it'll be the Caldwell Banker West Shell halftime report with Guy and Patrick Cagney at 513 312 7900. At 6700, Ruse Oak Drive in Cincinnati, Ohio, 452 48. But they'll come up. We'll, we'll talk about uh, this game down 28 to 14, the Panthers, but a third down and goal at the seven. They really need to score on this on a third down here because then it's decision time at the seven. Do you? Do you kick the field, the 24-yard field goal uh, and go down 28-17? I think you do almost. Oh, say. yeah. I yeah. mean, you're going to get the points because you're going to get the ball back. You know, to start uh, to start the, the second half after the Panther kick. So, you know, Elder 
be we want to get points here and, and keep the ball. You know, I would look for the Panthers probably going to look to throw the football here because we want to keep the ball in the middle of the field, make that kick for Harmeyer as easy as possible. Um, so let's just see if the Panthers maybe try to go back to the jump ball with Royer, but they've had some success looking at Royer and then looking off and finding post or Volmer. Third down and seven for the Panthers. Third and goal at the seven. 38 seconds remaining in this one in the second quarter. It's the Eagles 28, the Panthers 14. And Ramsey's going to line up wide to the left side. They've got He's got Royer inside. Two wide receivers now to the right. Empty backfield again for Luby. The blitz is coming. And Luby steps up, looks, throws, and the end zone complete in the back of the Oh, no, he's going to say out of bounds. Vollmer had it, but didn't get his feet down in the back of the end zone. Yeah, he was in the white when that ball came through. Just took a little bit too long to develop, and now they're going to bring out kicking unit. Uh, Harmeyer, so Evans on the snap, and Thayman will be on the hold. Harmeyer, but like we said, went for a pass, kept the ball in the middle of the field. This should be a nice, easy kick. 24-yard attempt from the middle of the field, as Phil mentioned. Setting up now with 33 seconds remaining in the quarter. Harmeyer looking to get the Panthers a little bit closer. 28-14, Eagles on top. This is to make it 28-17. The snap and the hold by Thayman. The kick is up, and it's got the distance, and it is good. So with 29 ticks of the clock remaining in the second quarter, a 24-yard field goal by the Panthers, and it is now Eagles 28, Panthers 17. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper's been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. This is Deacon Michael Trimpey from St. Peter and Chains Cathedral. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. We have 29 ticks of the clock left here in the second quarter. It's the uh, St. Edwards Eagles with a 28-17 to lead over the Panthers, a 24-yard field goal by Sam Harmeyer. But the Elder Panthers will get the football to start the second half. With 29 seconds, however, they will kick off Harmeyer at the 40-yard line. And they set up back. It's uh, Joey Formani and Lawson Nash back deep. And here's a short kick. It's going to be taken by the up back and at round... 27-yard line, and Edwards uh, with the uh, Armad Edwards carries it and just gets it to the 33. So the, we'll see what they do here. They've had Formani probably just try a, a – they might try a quick pass here, but with 28 seconds left, I would think they just probably settle with the 28-17 lead. What do you think, Phil? <laughs> I don't know. I, I always, you know. I always do a terrible job at uh, guessing plays. I'm no Romo. So, I mean, I can't tell you what they do here. I mean, maybe you take a shot, and if you get it, you use a timeout. But, I mean, it looks like they might be doing that because yeah. they're spreading everybody out. They go wide receivers, two to the left and one to the right. Shotgun O'Malley. O'Malley give to Formatti across the 25 to the 30. He gets hit back and moves to the 31-yard line before he's taken down by Jonathan Paff for the Panthers. 
And it looks like that's going to be the last play of the quarter. And coming up again at halftime, it's the Caldwell Banker West Shell Halftime Report. We'll give you the update on this game. Unfortunately, no other games on the schedule, but we'll keep you posted here. And that is the end of the first half of play here in a warm one at Medina in Medina, Ohio at Highland High School. It's the Eagles 28, the Elder Panthers 17. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your West Side full service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue and Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last it's Skyline time. Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800 or on the web at Hoding.com. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. It's time for the Coldwell Banker West Shell Realty Halftime Report. Now, let's go back and break down all the first half action and get you updated on other scores in the area. Once again, here's Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengal. Welcome back. It's the Caldwell Banker West Shell Halftime Report. The boys are on assignment tonight. It is just uh, Phil Bengal and myself here with the Caldwell Banker West Shell Halftime Report. Right now it's the Eagles 28, the Elder Panthers 17. The game started in the first quarter very quickly, 10.44 remaining. It was a 43-yard touchdown run by Formani, and he scored to make it 7-0 Lakewood St. Edwards. Elder on their first drive, a 43-yard touchdown by Volmer. On a reception from Luby to make it 7-7 with 9.03 remaining just a minute and 41 seconds later. Also in the first quarter, it was a five-yard touchdown catch by DeTore, who was wide open in the left corner of the end zone to make it 14-7 for Lakewood St. Edwards. 
and that was with 4.05 remaining in the first quarter. Big interception by Nick Seeger with 2.10 left in the first quarter led to another elder touchdown. It was Connor Johnson, uh, excuse me, Cooper Johnson, rather, with a 13-yard touchdown. Now, technically, Luby carried it for 11 yards, and Cooper Johnson recovered it in the end zone uh, after Luby had carried it. So Luby gets credit for about 11 yards on the on the rush and then gets uh, Cooper Johnson in the end zone for that uh, touchdown. Connor O'Malley then in the second quarter for Lakewood St. Edwards with 7.51 remaining in the quarter, uh, a one-yard touchdown run. He uh, went off and called time. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562. 8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Seg here for Joseph Toyota Clearance Event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime power train protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Did you know that almost 3.5 million young people will suffer a sports medicine-related injury this year? And 50% of those injuries are considered overuse injuries from focusing too much on one activity? Remember, a long-term healthy lifestyle begins when we're young. If your youngster is limping, has swelling, or is complaining of pain, we can help get them back in the game safely. Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. 
1-800-273-8899. This is Father Andre Joseph Acosta, St. Gertrude Church in Madeira. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Welcome back to the Caldwell Banker Westshell Halftime Report. A little technical difficulties. We are back again at Medina, uh, Ohio, and on uh, Highland High School. And looking at the first half stats, uh, first downs, it was uh, Elder with 8 and St. Ed's with 12 on the first half. Rushing attempts, uh, 27 for Lakewood St. Ed's. They've got over 206 yards, Phil, in the first half. And uh, Elder with only uh, 59 yards rushing in the first half. We set up uh, with some yards rushing here. We've got uh, 118 passing yards for the Panthers. We've got 109 yards passing for Lakewood St. Ed's, but uh, 206 on the ground. Yeah, the the big thing I'm looking at with Elder and just kind of running down on their yards, I mean, you know, it, it, it's not, I mean, obviously they got 17 points, but, I mean, the 118 passing yards and 57 rushing yards, I feel like it has really been a struggle to earn those yards. I mean, the rushing yards, while they, they did have come with, with Luby, uh, every time I feel like he's just kind of going off of a pylon. It's like he's, he's like running through, you know, constantly trying his best to, to see what he can get, but he, he's always getting tagged and pulled, so he hasn't been able to really break any huge, huge runs consistently. Like we've seen, and as far as the passing game goes, it's intermittent. Sometimes he's got time to throw. Other times he's been struggling with that push up front. Uh, so just the Panthers' offense, uh, it, it, it's been doing well. It's been playing well, but it's not up to the caliber maybe we thought we saw last week with the team that was throwing up 60. So some individual stats. Matthew Luby, seven carries, 44 yards in the first half. Uh, with Joseph Catani with two carries for 12 yards. Drew Ramsey with one carry, three yards. Cooper Johnson did not have a, a carry, did it officially, but he did get a credit for a touchdown. So the touchdown was 13 yards. He recovered it in the end zone. On the other side for Lakewood St. Ed, Joseph Formani with uh, 18 carries, 130 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, Connor O'Malley with uh, seven carries for 63 yards and a touchdown. Lawson Nash with two carries, 13 yards. And looking at uh, the passing as uh, five of six for Connor O'Malley, 109 yards and a touchdown, including a 41-yard touchdown. Uh, that was uh, pretty impressive, a 41-yard pass, rather. So he had one touchdown pass in that one. Uh, Mont- Montori Foster. With three carries, 69 yards. Nathan Simon with one catch for 35 yards. Nick Dolator, one catch for five yards. On the other side for Elder, it was Evan Vollmer with four catches for 70 yards and a touchdown. Dakota Postal with two catches for 18 yards. And Joe Royer just the one catch for 30 yards. They've done a good job of keeping him out of the out of the loop. Yeah, if you pay attention to most of the coverages, I mean, he's got guys, you know, one one guy at least, if not two, that are kind of spying him or they're, they're direct man-to-man coverage. So they really, 
Yeah, they want to make sure that if, if Elder's going to beat them in the passing game, it's not going to be because they're just going to be throwing the ball to Royer time after time. Uh, but Joe's still able to make a uh, you know, big catch earlier and pick up that one where Postal had a great block. Uh, in the end zone, they tried to go to him. Uh, you get the pass interference. Uh, where you get kind of tied up a, a little bit. So I, I'd look for the Panthers, you know, still they're not going to try to force anything to Royer, but, you know, you can get the ball to him by running him downfield a little bit because he's going to have that side advantage. Yeah, I mean, and, and looking at um, we don't unfortunately have any games that are today to look at, but this game, of course, 28-17, to 17, the Panthers trailing uh, by 11. A couple of 4-0 teams, though, in the GCL, though, Phil, you've got uh, – the situation: LaSalle wins yesterday. They win, uh, and then St. Ed's, uh, excuse me, St. Uh, X wins uh, with a big win over uh, Indianapolis Cathedral. And they had a tough time with Cathedral yesterday. Yeah, uh, Cathedral's a good team. I mean, big team. I mean, kind of similar to to St. Edward. Uh, just you know, got athletes, got guys. They're well coached. They're disciplined. You know, that was one thing Coach Ramsey said in the pregame speech, or his pregame talk about uh, on the. With you, Len, you talked about the penalties last week. You know, Clearwater Academy, there was just penalty after penalty after penalty. And, and they weren't, I mean, I saw a lot of people, and it kind of, I mean, they weren't necessarily, it wasn't dirty. I mean, it was just stupid. And some of it now that when it is stupid, it can look dirty, like a, an illegal hit, stuff like that. But honestly, until the end of the game, I don't think anything was, was directly meant to be malicious. But. You don't have that this week. No. I mean, you don't have guys that are after a 20-yard uh, play. They're they're waiting to catch somebody on a blindside block. That means nothing. You know, the, you don't have guys that that are uh, you know grabbing at the face mask or, or things like that. They're, they're just not making you know plays that, that you're not used to making. Um, and that's probably more of that with Clearwater team last week. I mean, they beat everybody else prior to that, like 52 to nothing, 60 to nothing. So. Um, that we're not seeing that with Eds, and Eds has been able because of that. It's given Elder some struggles. I mean, it, they're they're playing perfect football right now. St. Eds with the, I think they got one penalty uh, that I can remember. The one that was on uh, the block in the back yeah. on uh, the punt. And that's about it. Other than that, haven't really had much. And with the Panthers, same thing. Uh, you know, they got the. Um, I think it back there was an early penalty at the beginning where the ten yard um, penalty on. Uh, St. Ed's, but Panthers still, too, same. Just like a couple five-year penalties. So just like uh, Doug Ramsey said, two disciplined teams today, and the Panthers really are going to have to capitalize getting that ball back here at the start of the third quarter. Yeah, and it's a big game for the Panthers because you got two teams now in the GCL that are already 4-0. LaSalle and St. X scores from yesterday. LaSalle beat Dunbar 37-7. St. X 41, Indianapolis Cathedral 37, and Moeller falls to Winton Woods 34-0. We'll take a timeout on the Caldwell Banker West Shell Halftime Report. You're listening to the Prep Sports Radio Network. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. When you're in an auto accident and your insurance company insists you take your car to a cheap, no-name facility, do you think they're looking out for you or for them? It is your right to take your car to the place of your choice, so demand Jim Collins Auto Body. Accidents happen, and Jim Collins understands you want your vehicle back to pre-accident condition with no excuses. For over 40 years, Jim Collins' attention to detail, his commitment to quality, and a job that's always guaranteed has given his customers peace of mind. Jim Collins Auto Body on Glenway Avenue near Best Buy, 922-6336. Put your money where your heart is. 
Do business with someone who shares your faith and values from Sacred Heart Radio's Angels List of Underwriters. And don't forget to tell them where you found out about them. Go to sacredheartradio.com and click Angels List. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Introducing a Kelsey-exclusive lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. Go Panthers, out to Yora. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We're proud to support elder football and just as proud to provide outstanding orthopedic care to all Panther athletes and their friends and families throughout the West Side. If you have an injury, we can help. For your sports medicine needs from the simple to the complex, we're at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999. That's 347 347- Nine 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 nine. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Sometimes we take electricity for granted. I think we forget about the safety of our home's electrical wiring. There's a home electrical fire in America every eight minutes, which is why Cooper Electric has a home electrical test called Current Safe. They test for faulty wiring, failing components, hidden fire hazards. Cooper Electric's Current Safe will help reduce the risk of fire and eliminate shock hazards. And Current Safe is the best test after a lightning strike. Cooper makes it easy. They offer an in-home consultation. And they won a Super Service Award in 2011. You'll be impressed. Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. Schedule your home to be current safe. Welcome back to the Call of Banker West Show Halftime Report. Guy and Patrick Cagney at 6700 Ruse Oak Drive, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45248 at 513. You can call them at 513-312-7900. Right now, 28 to 17, Elder Panthers trail, but uh, good news. They do have the second, they get the second half kickoff. Panthers uh, got that field goal at the end, a 24-yard field goal by Harmeyer to make it 28 to 17, but Phil... Any thoughts going in? Uh, you're at halftime, and what are you telling your team? 
I would just continue a game plan. I mean, defensively, got to make some tackles up front. I mean, they got the guys there. Just finish them and wrap up. I mean, it's not a big scheme thing. It's just a big, you know, execute what you got to do. Have confidence in yourself that you can make a play. You know, sometimes that's that's that can be a little bit of a struggle there. But you know, the other thing that I want to see is with Elder's offense, just just go ahead and get back into into your rhythm. You know, nothing nothing changed. No panic. You get a score here. I mean, it's four point football game. Your defense come out and get a stop. I mean, everything can completely turn around. So, I think Elder. I mean, you're not you're not panicking. Nothing's really changing, and you're uh, kind of going back to where you were at the start. You get to take the football now. So your job should be score, stop, score, and go ahead and take the lead. Yeah, they've been uh, and they've been able to move the football. They had a couple of stalled drives, but all in all, the Panthers all year have been able to, to do a good job in moving the football. Luby's missed a couple of passes tonight, uh, but really, uh, he's he's been under duress in a lot of cases. He's been they've been doing an empty backfield on a bunch of uh, plays, and the blitz has been coming every time they see that. Right, that's what he said. I mean, their linebackers do a great job of filling those holes, kind of running, you know, uh, five. You know, they do some four-two, five. You know, five-two. I mean, they got some guys moving around, so it's really hard for your alignment. You, know, you kind of got to find where, where is that? Where's that other? Where's that other guy? I mean, kind of where's he coming from? No, nobody able to fill the gaps. There have been a few times where, you know. They've run those blitzes. They're a little delayed, and that's when Luby has been pressured. But he's been able to get the football off and, and still fairly accurate. You haven't seen him actually take one where he's just flushed from the pocket and has to either try to throw it to throw it away or you know take a hit. Uh, I haven't seen any of that yet, so I'm very happy with that. And then just a quick score update: six fifty-nine left in the first half. Elder and Covington Catholic. Elder's up two to nothing. Connor Amon's got uh, two goals. One of those goals was assisted by Jansen. So uh, Connor Amon, you know, getting getting some work done right now. He does a good job playing both roles, playing kicker here and uh, playing soccer, and he does a great job. He is the leading goal scorer, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I believe he's the leading goal scorer right now um, in GCL. I'd have to look and, and double-check it. I believe he's still top. He had seven uh, last time I looked. So, um but the Panthers taking care of business over there in uh, Northern Kentucky uh, against Covington Catholic. Speaking of Northern Kentucky, we'll play uh, Ryle next Friday night. And no post game after tonight, so don't go. To, you can go to La Rosa's if you want, but we're not going to be there. Uh, but then next week more, we're back at La Rosa's. More people might go. Yeah, it, well, that's true. That's true, Phil. But we're going to come back with the second half kickoff in, in about uh, 60 or so seconds. We'll come back and uh, we'll have the second half kickoff. The score, Elder trailing at 28-17 on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. I want to challenge those Elder Panther fans that have enjoyed the games. Take some of that money that you would spend it is discretionary and pledge it to Sacred Heart Radio. It is such a great blessing to have. We would really appreciate it. Elder fans, to pledge now, visit sacredheartradio.com. 
Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. And we are at Highlands High School here in Medina, Ohio. The Panthers trailing at 28-17. Just about ready to start here in the second half. The Panthers are in their road white jerseys with the purple numbers and the white pants and the white helmet with the purple stripe. Meanwhile, it's uh, Lakewood St. Edwards always looking like the Green Bay Packers, right, Phil, with the, the logo on the and you, they've got the green jerseys and the white pants with the green stripe down it and the yellow helmets like the Packers do. So uh, they have the E instead of the G, right? Yes. I did difference. say one of, one of my things that I always – uh, I've always disliked about playing teams that have yellow in their uniform. Is that in today's day and age, there's so many got you know kids want to wear different colored cleats, and so then when we play a team like St. Edward, there've been several times tonight where a tackle has happened or something, and I'm thinking, oh, I think there's a flag on the field, but then I just realized, no, it's just someone's shoes, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, at least 10, 15 times a game, I feel like an absolute idiot because uh, I, I know it's just shoes, and but I still can't pick up on it. Uh, so that's always a headache for me. But I know I always like it. I always yeah. like that word. Uni- I always like these uniforms. I just you know, I just think they're kind of one of those iconic ones yeah. in the state of Ohio. So I, I really do like them. Um, I like ones. I'm, I'm partial to ones that we can read the numbers in the back. How about that? And these are perfect for that. Perfect, absolutely. So from right to left, St. Edwards will kick off. And you know why that is? That's because they're Under Armour uniforms. Yeah. So you know, Elders got Under Armour uniforms. Yeah. You can read the numbers, St. Edwards. So that that's what we got. Absolutely. Well, getting ready to kick off, it's Grant Saringer back deep as Ramsey and Dieters, and they're at the five yard line to start the third quarter. And Saringer's going to do a short kick, and it's taken at the up. It's uh, Ga- Galen Mitchell, and Mitchell crosses the thirty. And he gets to about the 32 before he's finally stacked up on the play by Donovan Stanley and company. So a short kick again. I guess they didn't like that Ramsey had run one back about 45 yards the last time, so they've been doing a short one. And all I'm thinking about the whole time, Galen Mitchell's running there and trying to fight for the extra yards. Just hold on to that football. You know, Elder needs this this offensive possession, uh, you know, to get, get back in this football game. Panthers have it first down and 10 at their own 32-yard line to start the third quarter, trailing 28-17. to 11.51 to go. In the third, two wide receivers to the left, one to the right side. Luby shotgun, Vollmer goes in motion, now two wide to the left. Looking left, looking, throwing left, down. He's got Royer. It's complete at the 46-yard line. And a first down for the Panthers. Royer's second catch of the day and another big one. There we go. I mean, just what we're looking for, we talked about at halftime. Get that ball back out to Royer. Make them, you know, have to respect him put that double coverage back on them, and then Volmer and Post are going to open up, and then you're going to have to get away from it. So hopefully that will open up some things. But happy to see them go right to it. Two catchers for Royer in the game. A first down and 10 at the 46. Two wide to the left side. One to the right. Larkin goes in motion. Shotgun formation for Luby. The give up the fake, and it's going to be Royer again inside the 40 to the 39-yard line where he has another good gain for the Panthers. A nice fake by Luby. Looked like he was going to Catania. He uh, tucked the ball and got Royer again. Panthers coming out swinging here. Uh, just taking their chances, going. I mean, this is a second and short. Uh, we didn't see that a lot in the, in the first first half right there. I mean, it's a quick first play, you know, turn the field, and then now you're at a second second and short on uh, the, you know, St. Ed's, putting them back, their packs up against the end zone. They're at the 37 and a second down and one. Ramsey goes in motion. 
And now the fake to Catania. The throw again to Royer is complete inside the 20 to the 15 to the 14-yard line. So a gain of 23 on second down. And Joe Royer, with three catches in this third quarter, has moved the Elder Panthers down the football field very well. Donovan Stanley in coverage, who's, who's listed at six foot, just is getting absolutely dwarfed by Joe Royer out there. First down and 10. The Panthers have it at the 14-yard line, so they can get a first down here. They line it up with Royer wide to the right. Ramsey now inside the wide receiver. Now three wide to the left. Shotgun, Luby, empty backfield to throw again, and it is complete to Ramsey, and Ramsey's going to go backwards, though, to uh, about the 15-yard line, so it'll probably lose a yard there. That's Lawson Nash with the stop for the Eagles. Eagle defense finally coming around. Uh, Elder kind of owned this series right out of the gates. Their defense answers, so let's see kind of who can win this next one. Second down at 12. They lost two at the 16-yard line with 10 minutes and 5 seconds remaining in in the third. 28-17 Eagles. Two wide to the left for Elder. Two to the right. Luby empty backfield looking. The blitz comes and looking, and he gets sacked back at the 28-yard line. There's a flag down. I think there's going to be grounding on top of it. Let's see. Intentional grounding for uh, Luby. He should have just taken the sack. So it'll be third down coming up for the Panthers. At, uh, this time with the empty backfield, and Luby was not able to get away. That's a t- it's a tough one. I mean, just... You know, struggling a little bit there, trying to get that, get the ball out. I mean, you know, Matthews just, he's trying to make a play. You know, ends up with the grounding on that. But the Panthers, who had the ball, you know, it really moved that. Now you're looking at third and and marking it at about third and 30 here. Third and 30, the ball spotted at the 34 yard line. So they got to get to the four for the first down. One wide, make that three now to the left side. Catania in the backfield. Luby looking, rolling left. He's looking, throwing down the field, and Royer, one hand catching the end, and it's incomplete. He had it on the sideline, and he's, his foot was out of bounds. A great catch by Royer, but it'll be fourth down coming up, and 30, the ball at the 34. So what do you do here? You're not kicking a 51-yard field goal. Do you punt? Do you... Do you go for it? Because you push it up a little bit, it'll be as good as a punt. You get it up the field. Yeah, I mean, I think you just go for it. Yeah, here. you can't. Because if not, you would bring Dieters out and, and maybe run a rugby-style punt and try to tell them to put it on the ground and get it rolling out of bounds, but still then you're risking not much of a, of a change. Fourth and 30 from the 34, 9.44 remaining in the third. It's Luby back to throw, stepping up. He's got the blitz coming and gets sacked back at the 36-yard line, and it'll be Lakewood St. Edwards' ball on the 36-yard line. So the Panthers lose a couple more on that fourth and 30. And that's Jeff Petrowski, guy's going to Michigan State. You know, we talked about he came through, got off of his block, able to make a sack on Matthew Luby. So turnover on downs, not what the Panthers wanted coming out, getting the ball to start the second half. So very, very important defensive possession. You don't want to get too far behind the eight ball. First and ten, they mark it at the 37. Too wide to the right for Edwards, going from right to left. O'Malley shotgun formation with Formati. He's going to throw it. It's complete to the left side. Across the 45 to about the 44 of Elder. 
And that was complete across to Foster, and Foster keeps catching those outs, and they're going to mark it actually short. They, they marked them out at the 47-yard line, so not in elder territory. Austin Wanshot with the tackle for the Panthers. And going back to it, 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 this is also important for Eds. Capitalize on that that stop after Elder's success and make it that much harder for Elder to start playing from behind. First and 10 at the 47, two wide to the right, a little movement on, but we're going to get a dead ball. Elder's going to get a sideline warning. So a first and 10, they mark it at the 47-yard line. 9.09 remaining in the third quarter. Edwards with a 28-17 lead in the football. Two wide to the right, one to the left side. Shotgun, set up, look, O'Malley throws, and it was knocked down. I believe Seeger got a paw on it, and maybe actually Larkin. Yeah, Seeger and Larkin's both there jumping up. Uh, O'Malley, that's kind of hard to see through. I mean, Larkin's at, uh, you know, about six foot five, uh, coming in and making that play, so... That's a big guy to see over, and Seeger was there too. But the Panthers knocked that out, put them at second and ten. Second and ten, the ball spotted at the 47, two wide to the right, one to the left side. O'Malley shotgun formation right at the Highlands logo. They give to Formani. Formani inside the 45, inside the Elder Territory at the 40-yard line before he's taken down by Nick by Jonathan Papp at the 40, just around the 40-yard line. So... Well, actually, they're going to mark him at the 41. Connor Keyes and company, along with Path, got the sack for the tackle for Elder. At the 41. So it'll be a third and four coming up. Enjoy a delicious slice of La Rosa's pizza during the game or stop by Boudinot Avenue before or after the game and treat yourself to all La Rosa's favorites. 347-1111. Third and four from the 41 for Lakewood. And a movement on the line. And we're going to get a flag down. I think the Panthers jumped. And it is on the Panthers. So that's a first down for Lakewood St. Ed's. They'll move it at the 36-yard line. So not what the Panthers wanted to get that infraction. Big mental error. Just, yeah, I kind of felt you, you with knocking down that pass and making a run, you put them in a difficult third down, and then now they just get to pick it up easy, and they just get right back into their rhythm. Foster to the right side. They line up two wide to the left side. Shotgun formation set up. O'Malley going to run it. Run it to the 35. He's stepping down to about the 33-yard line. And O'Malley got uh, maybe a couple on that. And Seeger again in on the tackle. He's had a great game today. Yeah, Seeger, Tanner, Purdue uh, getting over there. A couple guys after the initial hit. I think Purdue was the first one on it. Um, but still, I mean, it's second down. It, almost every time, with the exception of that batted pass, it, it, I feel like they're picking up three or four. At there, there's three yards picked up. Second and seven from the 33. Two wide to the left, and now one to the right. Shotgun for O'Malley. He's got four Manning in the backfield, two left and now the fake to O'Malley O'Malley's going to keep and throw it and it is incomplete as O'Malley saw the pressure from Seeger actually from Larkin I think yeah it was Larkin's 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 hand there I almost felt he was a little bit surprised he was back there kind of slowed down I was hoping he was able to get the sack but but either way forces a third down situation here let's see if Elder can you know maintain discipline don't give him free yards here Make them earn this. Well, you expect them to go for it, too, on fourth down. So third and seven at the 33, but they've got two downs to get seven. Two wide to the left side, one to the right. O'Malley shotgun, Formatti to his right. They set up, and now looking. Formatti gets the carry. He goes to the 35, but Connor Keyes meets him. Actually, Sandus and and many, including Paff, stop him at the 35-yard line. 
And I think they're going to lose a couple on that one, Phil. Yeah, Sand, Sandus and Wanstrott. Uh, yeah, they're going to give him a yard. A, I'm working back a yard. I thought yeah. they had him at least two back, but um, you know, he, he uh, good good contain on the outside by the defensive backs. They just came down. They were blocked on the play, but able to shed those blocks. Once Formati got out there, not allowing him to turn the corner. So big fourth down for the Panthers. Six fifty and counting here in the third quarter. Twenty eight seventeen heads on top. Fourth down at eight at the thirty four. Two wide to the left. Two to the right. Shotgun formation looking is O'Malley. O'Malley's got the blitz coming, throwing to the left side. It is complete to Foster inside the 25. It's about the 24-yard line. And a first down for Lakewood St. Ed's on a big fourth down. But he seems to be open all the time. So Foster gets the completion. First down, Montori Foster. And just what you didn't want, Phil. First down and 10 at the 24. 6.30 remaining in the third quarter, and the Panthers down 11. The defense linemen and linebackers just running into each other on a blitz. They knocked each other down. Could have had pressure, but they took each other out. First and 10 at the 24. O'Malley shotgun. Formatti to his left. One wide to the left side, and Foster, the give to Formatti. Formatti gets to about the 20 spins, and right there at the 20-yard line. Path and company including Sandus on the tackle for the Panthers. And they're trying to catch Formani. Can't catch him. You know, he's going to run right over you. So Elder's got to got to meet him and drive back there. You know, he's going to fall forward. There's our three yards again, this time four. First down, three yards, four yards, three yards, four yards. Makes it very tough on your defense. 5.45 remaining in the third. It is a second and six at the 20. One wide and Foster to the left side. Now O'Malley's going to keep it inside the 20. He's to the 15. He gets down the sidelines to about the 12-yard line before he's knocked out of bounds by Dieters for Elder. So in that case, you're looking at uh, another first down for the Eagles. They're going to mark him at the 11. Just easily moving this football. And and, they've been dominating, too. Really, the Panthers had that long... Drive at the start, and since then, Ed's just had the football. I mean, we're down to the five, five, almost the 530 mark. they got to be over 300 yards of rushing uh, already. Two wide receivers to the right side and one to the left side, setting up again for Mounting inside the 10, and he gets to the 5 where he carries people with him, including number 25, Tanner Purdue. 520 to play here in the third quarter. It's the Eagles 28 and the Panthers 17. It'll be a second down and four. Ball spotted right about the six-yard line. Got it outside the five. Looks like the six from here, Phil. But they marked it. They've got it on the scoreboard as the five, but that's a six. Set up to the right. Set up now, one to the left side. Shotgun formation. Now the give to Formati again going right side this time. And he's stacked up right about the five-yard line. Good play by the Elder Panthers, number 35, Ben Ott. So with 4.42 and counting here in the third quarter, Edwards has done a good job on this drive. They've got the football now at the five-yard line. It'll be a third down and four to go on the five, up 11. Ben Hunt with a quick play, like you said. But the way that Edwards, St. Edwards has been running the football today, I mean, this, this, is, this is two downs to get five yards. They set up two wide to the left. They go one wide to the right side. Shotgun O'Malley. The give to Fermani. No, it's going to be O'Malley into the end zone for the touchdown. O'Malley faked it to Fermani and ran in from five yards out. 
And right now, it's it's a double the score. It's the Eagles 34 and the Panthers 17. 4-13 remaining here in the third quarter. And that O'Malley five-yard touchdown run, his second touchdown of the game. Just easy up the middle. I mean, they've been running that one multiple times in this game where O'Malley makes a decision whether he's handing off or taking it. And every time he's made that call for keeping himself, it's been successful. The extra point with the left foot is up and good. So with 4-13 remaining in the third quarter, Lakewood St. Ed's 35, the Elder Panthers 17 on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. For it. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth here at we are at Highland High School here in Medina, Ohio. It is Lakewood St. Ed's 35, the Elder Panthers 17. The defending state champs uh, look pretty good here in the second half. Just dominating in the run in the run department. Uh, just been able to really get whatever they want up front. Elders had a couple of good stops and a, and a couple of key possessions, but haven't had enough to really put Edwards in a place, St. Edwards in a place where they have felt any sort of panic. It's just business as usual. And uh, Ramsey and Dieter's back at their five. Setting up now with Serringer. He looks to kick this time a little bit deeper, but he's going to be taken and the up back. And across the 30-yard line to about the 33-yard line, that time number 40, Zach Slochter got the carry, and it's been one of those things where Lakewood St. Ed's doesn't want to kick the ball deep. He's got Ramsey back there, and he decides, you know what, I'm going to kick it away from him. Right, and that's worked worked out a little bit for him as far as returns, but we saw in that last possession the Panthers went real quick to Royer and went downfield a couple of shots. Let's see what they do. Let's see if they go back to the air. They'll set up the Panthers' will. First and 10 at the 32 with 4.07 remaining here in the third quarter. Two wide to the left side, two to the right side. Shotgun formation. Larkin now goes as a blocking back. Looking as Luby stepping up in the pocket. has got the blitz coming, and he's going to be sacked back at the 20. One yard line. So, the Richard Johnson and company on the sack, along with number nine, Alex Colangelo, uh, made the sack, and that is not what the Panthers needed there. It'll be second and 20 coming up back at the 22. That's where, if you're the elder offensive line, you just got to maintain your composure. And you're going to give up a sack. It's going to happen, but let's move on to the next play. Right now, that's all you can control. Three and a half left here in the third. 35-17, Eagles on top. Second and 20 from the 22. One wide to the left side. They go two now to the right. Shotgun formation. It's Ramsey this time across the 25, and he's out to the 28-yard line. A gain of six. It'll be third down and a bunch coming up. Ramsey gets up a little slow on that one. He's kind of tackled in one of those, you know, where they kind of grab you in the back and, you know, land on your on your uh, your Achilles and your calf. So he's a little, little slow there, but still staying in the huddle. Third and 14 for the Panthers at their own 28-yard line, trailing 35-17. 2.50 remaining in the third quarter. 
One wide to the left side. They go Ramsey in motion. Luby back at quarterback. Stepping up at the 20. Looking, throwing right side. He's got Ramsey wide open at the 40. He's to the 44-yard line before he's driven out of bounds. But a first down outside of the 44-yard line. Nice double move. Kind of, He went in motion, came back. Ramsey did. And then made it look like he was just kind of running a, a little route just out into the flats. Just, just a little, And then all of a sudden, as soon as that backer came up, double move, went down the sideline. Luby threw a nice pass. So Ramsey, even though he's bagged up on the last play, able to make a big one on on this one. 2.20 to play in the in the third quarter. Elder trailing 35-17 with a first and 10 at their own 44. Two wide to the left side. Luby rolling to the left. Look, steps up and incomplete. But he had everybody on top of him, including uh, Jeff Petrowski, who is going to Michigan State. He was right in his face. Trying to run a little... Uh, Kind of a little pass the Larkins there. Wasn't quite sure. Couldn't tell Pierre because I was watching Cooper Johnson carry at the fake. Uh, Cooper Johnson came faking towards us on this side and tried to run what looked like a little bit of a screen kind of for Larkins, but there was just too much pressure up front. Luby couldn't get the ball through right at his ankles. Second down at 10. Ball spotted at the 44. 2-11 to play here in the third quarter. Eagles on top, 35-17. to Panthers to get something going here. Two wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Shotgun for Luby. He's back at his 40-yard line, stepping up, looking, throwing. He's got a man. He's got Vollmer. It is incomplete at the 26-yard line, but Vollmer had a step. It was just a little overthrown. Yeah, just right through Vollmer's hands, not able to make a play. But Luby had time to throw that football, so the line giving him a good pocket, and then Vollmer able to, uh, to break loose. The 2019 Sophie's Angel Run will be taking place on Sunday, September 29th. And now is the time to register for the 5K rock, Run Walk, that is, by going to sophiesangelrun.org. The race is in honor of Sophie Grace Meinhardt. Provides funding to Children's Medical Center and educational scholarships. A great event for the family. Go to sophiesangelrun.org for more information. 203 to play here in the third. Third and 10 from the 44. Luby throwing. He's got Royer complete at the 40-yard line of Lakewood St. Ads. And that should be enough for a first down. And it will be for Joe Royer. And that's his fourth catch of the second half. He only had one catch in the first half, Phil. Throwing that ball up, just letting him go make a play. I mean, it seems like pretty simple when Royer can get that single coverage. First and 10 at the 40-yard line for the Panthers. They will set up a minute 56 to go, third quarter, down 35-17. Lakewood St. Ed's has been doing a great job on both sides of the ball in this game, and they have the lead here at Highland High School in Medina, Ohio. One wide to the right, including Vollmer. Make that two now to the right. Vollmer goes in motion. They set up now, and now Luby looks to the right, stepping up, throwing down the right side, and it's going to be intercepted at the 30-yard line to the 35 to the 40. Look out, stepping up. It is Jalen Castleberry setting up the 20s, out of bounds. And he's going to be out of bounds at the Elder 17-yard line after the interception. And I don't know, Phil, that's going to be tough to come back from. And let's see where they finally marked the football. It looked like he stepped out around the 17, but... Castleberry, the interception for So it's a penalty on the uh, It's going to go back? Yeah, they're going to call, I think it was a blindside On the return. Is what they're calling on the return uh, and they're going to mark it back 
you know, after the return. It, it's one of those things, you know, I, I get it. I understand why people are booing, and you're going to get people say, well, this is football and it's that. But you know what? It's a safety issue. I mean, I get it's, it. It stinks. It, you watch it on on Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever. But, I mean, we got to keep people safe. Yeah. And blindside blocks at high speeds are not safe. And anybody who thinks they are, I don't know if they ever put on a helmet before. Because if you've ever hit, been hit blindside, whew, oh. it just it's not good. So, I mean, I applaud that. I know it stinks. But still, nonetheless, they took the ball from the Panthers. So now St. Edward you know, doesn't have great field position. But they got the football. They got it at the 22. O'Malley back sets up on a first down. Got a wide open. And that's going to be Lombarda to the 40. He's out to the 35 of Elder in one play. Gets it back all the way down to the Elder 35-yard line. And that was number 17, Michael Lombardo. Happens to have a, a famous last name, or at least the coach's last name. And there you go. I mean, keep your composure. You keep your composure, you know, and that's the thing. It's the difference between fans and players. Fans get upset about those things. Football team says that's fine. We'll get it back in one play, and that's exactly what they did. Good First job. and ten from the elder 35. Sorry, Phil, two wide receivers to the right. They get to set up the middle, and they're going to get to about the 32-yard line. Formani does, and he gets about two or three, as you mentioned, Phil, every time. Yeah, and that's nice. I mean, it gives you a good second down. You're going to mark this one a second and eight. Give him two. You know, as that clock ticks under a minute in the third quarter here, and it seems like St. Edward is just handing no. the ball the entire time. Exactly, and they're in, they're in no hurry right now either because they don't want to give the Panthers the ball back anyway. 35-17, and they have the lead. Second down and eight. Ball spotted at the 33. Two wide to the left side, one to the right. Now looking to give to Formani. Formani spins, but he's not going to get much that time. He's back to the line of scrimmage, if that and it'll be third down coming up. There's a penalty flag down on the 20. Let's see what they get. Called here. Is your corporate casual company uniforms getting a bit dated? Well, is your team... Penalty is declined. We'll get that back to that. Is your corporate casual company uniforms getting a bit dated? Is your team coach's shirts a little worn out? We'll contact Sean Mason at the Underground Sports Shop. Shirts, caps, coats, whatever you need. The company logo on it, customized on the newest style items. Give undergroundsportshops.com a visit. And that's 513-751-1662. Underground Sports Shops, official provider of the Prep Sports Radio Network. 36 seconds remaining. So no flag. Third and eight at the 33-yard line. Three wide receivers now to the left side, one to the right. O'Malley, shotgun formation, looking to throw. He's back at his 40. Stepping up, throwing down the right side. He's got a man open, but he fell down, and he would have had a wide-open touchdown into the end zone, but it was incomplete intended for number 13, and that was Foster, who seems like he's always open. That time he had about five steps. Yeah, he had about five steps, and uh, fans are mad that he, he tripped up on his own green shoes. I mean, there was two green shoes that got tripped up. There wasn't, I mean, the elder defender actually wasn't close no. uh, on that one. So, I mean, it's, a, again, matter of perspective, great job. I mean, Edwards, the St. Edwards was wide open on that, but just got tripped up. Three wide receivers to the left. Now one to the right. Shotgun formation for O'Malley. Fourth and eight at the 33. 28 seconds remaining in the in the third. The throw down the field. They're going to try it again. This time it's incomplete, but we got a flag. Yeah. That time it was, you know, I feel bad for Bartley Thomas on that one because they picked on him again. And that time he just kind of pulled his jersey. Yeah, he. I mean, he didn't have his head to the ball and his hands on him. I mean, that, that was an easy flag uh, on the Panthers there. So, pass interference. They're going to pick up this. 
First down to move the chains, and we're you know getting almost the end of the third quarter here. So the Panthers just can't catch a break. No, not today. They have not. Uh, it has been tough. Uh, it is first and ten for the Eagles. They'll spot it at the Elder Panther 18-yard line, 22 seconds in the third quarter. But the Eagles already on top, 35-17, and they're driving again with two wide receivers to the left, one to the right, setting up shotgun for O'Malley. O'Malley rolls to his right, going to keep it himself inside the 20. He's down to the 15-yard line, a gain of three, and that'll probably take us to the last play of the third quarter as the Panthers really going to have to get some uh, hope here or as something doing. They're down 35-17, and as we end the third quarter of play with the score, it's the Eagles 35, the Panthers 17 on the Prep Sports Radio Network. For a sharp team look, work or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. It's time to call out the Cooper Electric star of the game. And now, let's go back on the field with... Seg here for Joseph Toyota Clarence event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. This is Deacon Mark Machuga, Director of the Office of the Diaconate. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFP Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Second down and seven. The ball spotted at the 15-yard line. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal. And a second down and seven for the 15 for Lakewood St. Ed's as they look. For Monty, he's going to get the carry. And he goes inside the 15 to the 10 to the 5. Touchdown. And that is 41-17 now. Lakewood St. Ed's after the 15-yard touchdown run by Formani. That is his third touchdown of the game. And making it yeah. look easy. Oh, absolutely. And they have done a tremendous job. They are, and, you know, Coach Ramsey brought this up earlier, you know, when I talked to him before the game, how well coached they are. You talked about not getting upset over that last thing and just being able to throw a pass down the field, get the first down back, and they, they seem to just have just poise. Here's the extra point up with the left foot, and this one is good. So with 11.53 to go here in the fourth quarter, it's been all Lakewood St. Edwards here in Medina, Ohio. They lead it 42-17 over the Panthers will take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper's been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 
Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. It's been all Lakewood St. Edwards today after a road trip here in uh, Highland High School in Medina, Ohio. It's been a, a Formani show. He's got three touchdowns. It's third touchdown of the game, a 15-yard touchdown run. It is 42-17. to Eagles and Phil, is it possible that this team looks better than they did last year to win the championship? Man, they look pretty good. I, I like their offense. I like their running game. And they have options, but they can also go to the air. Um, you know, I think once you start getting in and focusing on Formani and O'Malley, uh, next thing you know, they can just throw it, get, get you out going in the air a little bit too. So I think they got all their weapons, even though they had some replacements last year. But I think they're looking pretty good. Dieter's at the 10. We'll take this kick to the 15. He's outside the 20. And he's hit hard at around the 21-yard line. And the Panthers will get the football, a first down and 10 at the 21-yard line, where they will start off down 42-17, to 11-44 to play. You know, it, it, looking at Edwards' schedule, uh, they lost to Mentor 29-28 to in Week 1. Otherwise, they'd be unbeaten. Uh, I could just imagine how good the Mentor team is. Right, and that's and that's one of the things up here. I mean, they kind of beat on each other just like down in the South. I mean, you know, in the GCL South, there's a lot of the best teams in the state are constantly it's just a grind, you know, up here as well. Ramsey in a quarterback. He's going to keep it himself across to around the 20 to the 25-yard line, and it looks like do they get a flag, and it's going to probably come back. With 11.37 left here in the fourth quarter. So an offensive holding penalty, a 10-yard penalty. And the Panthers continue to make a few mistakes here in the, in the second half. Not, you know, it was interesting. When they came out, they, they came out like a house of fire in the first half, and Royer caught three balls. They got down to about the 14-yard line, and then they moved backwards, and they had a fourth and 30, if you remember, and that's been it. They have not been able to do anything since then, and Edwards is just feasting right now. First down and 20, ball spotted at the 10 for the Panthers. Luby at quarterback, shotgun formation back at his five, looking to throw down the field, throws it to Royer, complete. He's been the lone bright spot here in the second half at the 25. That's catch number five, I believe, in the second half for Royer. He had one in the first half. And Panthers yeah. getting back in the inside of the original down markers here. And, and what's key is that a clock keeps ticking. I know it's 42-17, and a, a comeback at this point is going to have to be huge. But uh, there's no reason the Panthers can't can't put the ball in the end zone, you know, one or two more times uh, if they move quickly. So just got to pick up this first down and just keep moving the football. Second and five from the 25, setting up with 10.40 to play in the fourth. 42-17, Lakewood St. Ed's. Setting up Luby now, stepping up in the pocket, crosses the 20. And now he's going to be sacked back at around the 21-yard line. A loss of four. Luby continually getting pressure as uh, Logan Nash, Alex Colangelo, a lot of people included. And Lakewood St. Ed's continues the defensive as they move it now a third and nine coming up well actually i mean the line hit great great protection uh, you know he's looking downfield when he was ready to throw the ball to royer he's covered he had nowhere to go so as an offensive lineman i mean to be able to pass block somebody for five to seven to six you know eight nine ten i mean that's a lot so you, know, you got to know you got three to five seconds third and nine from the 21 luby stepping up in the pocket again throws it down the field it's complete to royer he's at the 20 uh, actually 35 yard line and that's at the 35 so a, a first down for the panthers so good move of royer again 
Rory's been a bright spot That's on this seven, drive. Sorry. Yeah, making those catches. You were going to say, these seven catches. Yeah. But he seems, Luby's finding him, and he's getting himself open. First and ten. They mark it just shy of the 35 at the 34. Luby, shotgun formation, stepping up back at his 25. Now in the pocket again, rolling, rolling to the right, throws it down the field, and it is incomplete. Intended for Royer. Had a lot of coverage there, and that was uh, Richard Johnson on the coverage for for Lakewood St. Ed's. There's nothing going there. Luby get flushed out of the pocket after some good pressure. Throws the ball downfield, puts it in the vicinity of Royer. I mean, really, he wasn't going to be able to make a play on that football. So the Panthers are going to be stuck in you know, second and ten here uh, from a 34. Hey, you know, Elder, they got to get something going quick. I mean, you either got to get something going quick or you you know got to be happy with maybe a methodical drive that will score a touchdown. I'm not sure what, what Second, you want to hang your yeah, hat on. Sorry, Phil. Second and ten at the 34 as Ramsey goes in motion. Luby, again, empty backfield, steps up in the pocket, throws it down the field, and this one is incomplete, almost intercepted. And it was number six. It was Lawson Nash on the... Breaking it down. One white jersey, three three green jerseys. It's just not you gotta throw a perfect ball and that one kinda hung in the air a little bit. Royer goes up able to break it break it down, but third and ten, so the Panthers gonna have to go to the air again. 9-14 remaining in the fourth quarter. It's the Eagles 42, the Panthers 17. It's third and 10 for the Panthers back at their own 34-yard line. They need to convert here on third down. Two wide receivers. Now they'll go with one to the right. Ramsey goes in motion. The pitch to Ramsey. Ramsey on the shovel pass gets to the 35. A gain of a yard. It'll be fourth and nine coming up for the Panthers. Has a big tackle there. That was number 43. As the tackle, Kukroski, actually, I think, uh, let me see that, Phil, then. That was actually, it looked like number 43, which we don't have on that uh, roster, so we'll. Player to be named later. So a fourth and nine for the Panthers. They'll go wide, two to the right, setting up on the fourth and nine at the 35. Luby calling out signals at his 30. Now comes up, and now they're going to get a timeout here. People want to delay a game, but it's a, they'll call a timeout there. And I want to bring back uh, the 2019 Sophie's Angel Run is taking place on Sunday, September 29th. And now is the time to register for this 5K run, walk. You can run. You can walk. It doesn't matter. You could go to sophiesangelrun.org. The race is in honor of Sophie Grace Meinhardt. Provides funding to Children's Medical Center and educational scholarships. Go to donate. It's a great cause, a great event for the entire family. Once again, sophiesangelrun.org. That's O-R-G for complete details and registration. And uh, tell them you sent you. So it's uh, a great cause coming up, and that is on September 29th. We get to meet them. Um, so We get to meet the parents, and it was uh, quite good a couple of weeks ago. So it's uh, 8.25 to go here in the fourth quarter. Panthers on a fourth and nine at their own 35-yard line, trailing 42-17. to 17. One wide receiver to the left side and one to the right. Vollmer to the right side now as a wide receiver and setting up his Luby on this fourth down. Steps up, he's got time, throws it to Royer, complete to the 45. They push him backwards, but they're going to push him up forward again as Royer goes to the 44, uh, 47 rather, as they move up. As Royer just kept moving and went, he went back to go forward. 
Yeah, the Panthers pick up the first down. They're going to go to the line quick. So, I mean, I think they're, you know, going to try to get something on the board. They, they got it to the 48, one wide to the right, two wide to the left. Luby again, and now they're going to get a flag down. Another false start. So the Panthers will have to move it backwards as they continually do, and now they're going to be back into their own 43-yard line. Always problems when, you, you know, you try to go to the ball fast. Got to make sure everybody's on the same page, and that's, you know, Individual responsibility, get to your spot, get set, and be ready to go. I mean, the quarterback can't wait and count everybody off. Luby, shotgun, too wide to the right. And now three to the left side, setting up. Luby looking to throw, throws it down to the left side. Vollmer, it is incomplete. Good coverage again on the play. And that was Lawson Nash, who continually is having a good game. Excellent coverage. Uh, Vollmer had the opportunity maybe to make a, a play on that, but Lawson Nash made it very hard for him to turn his body and see it. Luby is not a bad thrown ball. Pretty good protection from the offensive line. Just when it came down to just one-on-one there at the end, St. Edward wins. Second down at 15. The ball at the 43-yard line for the Panthers. 42-17. Eagles on top. 7-41 remaining. One wide to the left. The lone wide receiver. Shotgun formation for Luby. Ramsey goes in motion, gets a good block, and now looking to throw is Luby stepping up at the 40. A throw is incomplete, intended for Ramsey at about the 49-yard line. So it'll be third down coming up for the Panthers. That's Luby running up, and he sees Ramsey there. He thinks he's going to make a little quick pass, and he'll pick up just a few yards. Well, Ramsey, I think in his head, thought Luby was going to run the ball, so he turned the block, and Luby threw it almost right in his back. 7.34 remaining in the fourth quarter. Panthers trailing 42-17. to 17. Two wide receivers now to the right. They're going to go with three now to the left, including Ramsey, Royer, and Vollmer. Shotgun formation. Luby steps back at his 35, looking for help to the right. And now throws to the right side, and that is down the sidelines. Did he catch it? And that's Postal. Is he inbounds? I think that's a catch, Phil, at the 35-yard line of Lakewood St. Ed's, and I can believe that he got his feet in bounds. Yeah, he just stood right there on the sideline, knew where he had to be, went up, came straight down, made the catch, and the Panthers tried to go back quick. And the Panthers have the quick huddle, first and 10 at the 35. Luby throw, he's got the blitz coming. They sack him all the way back to the 47-yard line. And Colangelo and company, including Petrowski. Petrowski got the tackle as well, and that is just, it just seems like you you get one good play and you go backwards another. Uh, in those quick plays, I mean, sometimes they're hard because if you're an offense lineman, I mean, you're doing defense lineman, if they don't have a chance to read this quick play, it might be just a straight bull rush, and then it catches you off guard. Second and 20 from the 45. Luby again, the blitz continually coming, throwing to the right. It's complete, and Larkin inside the 35 to 30. He's out out around the 26-yard line. A good gain for David Larkin on the first down there. Yeah, David Larkin, 6'5", 225-pound junior, caught the ball, was able to turn uh, and get close to the first down marker, and we got an uh, official's time. I think they got a a player who just got a little bit winded there, uh, Trayton Bigsby, coming off the field. Under his own power, I think he might have just got cramped up a little bit, so that's good to see them come off. Yeah, it's good to see them come off on their own power. But it is pretty warm here today. Game time temperature was 84 degrees. Uh, it's still around that. It's probably maybe around 82, but it's still pretty pretty warm. Yes, 82 degrees right now currently. 
Two wide receivers off to the right. Now three to the left. Empty backfield shotgun formation as Luby setting up. Looking looking to throw. It's complete to Royer. Royer inside the 20. He might have got uh, at the 19, but he's inbounds. And Royer's eighth catch of the day. Most of them coming here in the second half. Matter of fact, seven of them in the second half. And with 6.10 to go here in the fourth quarter, 42-17, Eagles on top. They'll give him at the 20. Again, empty backfield with five wide, three to the left and two to the right. Setting up shotgun, and Luby looking to throw, steps up in the pocket, running again for his life, and he's sacked back at the 31-yard line. Castro Castro on the tackle, number 98. Castro able to bring bring down Matthew Luby, just got him by his legs and wouldn't let go as Luby tried to scramble away. Panthers trying to get something going, and we're we're clicking down to the 5.30 mark. Just haven't been able to put a series, one or two. They get one good one, and then they have a bad one. And another, they haven't been able to really string like two or three plays together. Yeah, the key to the game was that 28, down 28-17. They had the ball down at the 14-yard line, and they kept going backwards. Second and 18 from the 28, the pitch shovel pass to Vollmer. Vollmer inside the 20, down to the 17-yard line. Evan Vollmer, number one, getting uh, getting that, and he's done a pretty good job today also. With five minutes and counting now for the Panthers, down 42-17. Third and eight at the 18. There's Luby. Luby looking. He's got some protection, throws it down, and it is incomplete. Intended for Royer in the back of the end zone, and it uh, just falls incomplete. It'll be fourth down coming up, but it stops the clock with four minutes and 50 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. Last season, Cyclones' new head coach, Matt Thomas, had his team total the highest points of any Cyclones team in history. The Cyclones' aggressive and fast style of play will have you sitting on the edge of your seat. Season tickets or single-game tickets on sale now. You can view the schedule at CyclonesHockey.com. Cyclones Hockey, it's more than just a game. We're back on Friday night this week, Phil. Back to a familiar territory, back to the pit, and it's Ryle High School coming into town for uh, a game which... Usually is St. Ignatius. Ryle, in spot. I, and Ryle, I think, have been uh, 3-0 and coming into this game. I, I believe yeah. they were undefeated, but then last night they played Highlands, I think, and they got beat, beat pretty good by Highlands. I'm not sure of the final there. but uh, So they come in, but, you know, so it, it's uh, one of those games for Elder. It was a new one on the schedule, uh, you know, playing us on all, all three levels. Uh, it's nice they have another home game uh, with that and, and having Ryle come in, so... We'll see kind of what that brings, you know, in the future. But uh, I, I like uh, I like having Ryle. I like having another home game. Um, but a good chance for the Panthers to rebound, you know, come home and be somewhere comfortable. And we're back with the A team next week too, with the Bengals and uh, Tom Kennedy coming in for the pregame show. Although you and I, it's been a while since we had to do a pregame show ourselves, and <laughs> we uh, we did okay. I'm, I'm just saying okay, nothing spectacular, just okay. Uh, this game, fourth and eight at the 18-yard line, 42-17. The Eagles on top of the Elder Panthers, a tough bus ride home after this one. Uh, but, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, you start off 3-0, and and you know what? You, you have two games in a row which just eat everything out of you. And this game was just a, it's a tough game on the schedule anyway. But after two tough games in a row, this was uh, not easy. So fourth down and eight at the 18 with 4.50 remaining. Two wide receivers to the left side, two to the right side. Shotgun formation for Luby. 
setting up. Luby stepping to the right, looking, throwing right. It is a diving catch. Is it Ramsey for the touchdown on the right side? Diving catch in the end zone. Drew Ramsey, 18 yards, and the Elder Panthers are on the board again. Ramsey made a good job diving for that catch. Just got on the inside of his defender when that ball came. So he's able to come up with it right at the goal line. So Matthew Luby, 18-yard pass, 4.43 to go in the fourth quarter. And right now it's 42-23 to pending this extra point. And it looks like they'll go for it here. Go for the two. Trying to get it uh, to within, and then maybe you'll see an onside kick here. With 4.43 remaining. So if they get this here, they're down to 17. They need to get the onside kick, though. They got two wide receivers to the right. Catania in the backfield to the right side of Luby. Two wide to the left side, including Ramsey. Luby steps, looking left. Quick throw to Ramsey. That's the two-point conversion you needed right there. And Ramsey not only gets the 18-yard touchdown, but gets the two-point conversion. So with 4.43 remaining in quarter number four, the Eagles 42, the Panthers 25. We'll take a time out of the Prep Sports Radio Network. Your West Side Neighborhood Skyline Chilies are supporters of Elder Sports and Elder High School. After the game, stop in for some delicious cheese conies or your other favorites and support these locally owned Skyline Chili restaurants. Supporters of Elder include Glenway, Del High, Price Hill, Bridgetown, Cleves, and Dent. Talking about Skyline. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. We're here at Highlands High School in Medina, Ohio. The Panthers trailing at 42-25. to 25. They got a little bit closer after an 18-yard touchdown uh, by Drew Ramsey. Drew Ramsey, an 18-yard touchdown from Luby. And then a two-point conversion also uh, to make it 42-25. to 25. And I would expect the onside kick here with Harmeyer to see if they can get it back. But uh, Ramsey's had a very good game today for the Panthers. He's had a couple of good kick returns. He's had He had the touchdown and the two-point conversion. And Harmeyer, the kick. It's a bouncing one, and it's a good kick, but it, it's going to be picked up by the big tight end, Nick DeTore, two senior. He had a touchdown earlier where he's wide open in the end, so in that time, that's why you have the tight end right there. So the Panthers trying to get the ball back. He's like you said, they get get 17, had to get the ball back in their score, but still, you know, your defense come out of here, try to get a quick stop, put the ball on the turf, get a turnover. You know, you're still alive, but it, you know, I, I'd like to see it. But I, I tell you right now, some of the body language I'm seeing from our, our guys, I don't know if they think they can get it done. Two wide receivers to the left side on a first and ten at the 48 for Lakewood St. Ed's. O'Malley shotgun formation. He's going to give to Fermani. And Fermani gets back to the line of scrimmage, if that. Uh, good tackle on the play by Galen Mitchell and company. Yeah, that's a big hit by Galen Mitchell. He had a, there's a down lineman there. He's on the left end, and he got off his block and go makes a big play on Fermani. Brings him down. So let's see if the Panthers can do that again. 4.20 remaining in the fourth quarter. It's the Eagles 42, the Panthers 25 in this one. Reminder, no after uh, no post game, no Prep Sports Radio Network game night tonight. We are, however, going next week. We will have it. So back uh, next Friday night. Two wide receivers to the left side, and now one to the right. Shotgun formation for O'Malley. He's got Formatti in the backfield with a second down and ten at the 48. Clock continues to run with 3:55. And now O'Malley gives to Formatti inside the 50 into Elder territory at the 47, and he's taken down there. But a 
couple of yards there for Fermani as he continues to do it. Just mention a three-way or some delicious cheese coney, and you'll have it with your crew wanting to make a stop at Skyline Chili. Making it Skyline time is always a popular choice. Tonight's game is brought to you by Skyline Chili on Delhi Pike, Harrison Avenue in Dent, or Glenway Avenue in Western Hills. 3.47 remaining here in the fourth quarter. And I think the Panthers' luck is going to run out on this one, Phil. Right, Bernard, taking the timeout here, trying to stop the clock, see if they can get the football back. You turn around, I mean, you're either hoping for a punt or you're hoping you, know, you get the ball on the turf uh, on this one for the Panthers, maybe get another score up on the board. But with 3.47 to go, you know, uh, a, bar, a comeback here with the way that St. Edward has been playing, it, it looks to be very tough. Because yeah, first you have to stop them. Correct. Not only do you need 17, but they've been they've been able to move the football in Fort He's been able to still get yards, and it's a third and six, third down, six at the 48-yard line. One wide to the left, two to the right, Formati in the backfield. And now it's going to be a quarterback keeper, and it's a first down as O'Malley gets to the elder 36-yard line. So O'Malley just did everything. Santa's probably saved a touchdown. Santa's probably saved a touchdown. There's a, a flag at about the... About the 40-47. So I think it's coming back. It's going to be on Lakewood St. Ed's. They keep moving the football back. So a flag down. So that's a break for the Panthers there because that was an easy first down. Let's get a little holding call. And they'll move the ball back. So it's uh, right now at the 44-yard line. They're on 44, so they move it way back. So it's third and 16 with 3.28 to play here in the fourth quarter. Ed's on top, 42 to 25. Last year, they beat Elder 36 to 30 after trailing 28-14 at halftime. This time, they they were up 28-17 at halftime, and they've never looked back. They scored seven in the third quarter, and now seven here in the fourth. And they're going to call a timeout here. Saint Edward takes a timeout. Elder football traditions are legendary, much like uh, the service that you you receive from Hoding Realtors. Elder grads and Hoding team members, Brian Baisley, Steve Florian, Rick Hoding, Doug Rolfus, Mike Rolfus, and Mike Wright. They're proud to help sponsor tonight's game. Call Hoding Realtors for all your real estate needs at 451-4800 or visit them on the web at Hoding.com. That's H-O-E-T-I-N-G.com. 42-25, Eagles on top, 314 remaining. Here in Medina, Ohio, the team is going to be heading back after the game. A lot of the parents are staying over. Uh, but uh, not a great night if uh, the Panthers don't win. So we'll set up here a third and 14 at the 44-yard line for Lakewood St. Ed's. Panthers desperately need a stop here and get the ball back. Down 17. One wide to the left, two to the right. Shotgun formation set up. And O'Malley set up at his 35. Looks to throw down the field and throws it down and overthrows his intended receiver. He had uh, Nate Simon open but overthrew him. And when you say overthrown, I mean, it was long overthrown. They were making sure, you know, ball doesn't get picked off. Elder gets it. Uh, something, I, you know, whatever it may be. So they're going to go ahead and punt here. Um, I don't think I'm crazy, but it's the first time. Yeah, Justin Slattery will get his first punt of the day back at his 30-yard line. Dieters is back at his 15, or at 17-yard line. 
And Slattery will kick it. It's a line drive kick. It's going to be a shorter one. Taken at about the 20 by Dieters. Crosses the 25. And he's going to be tackled back at the 27-yard line. As, again, that number, number 47, Jeff Petrosky Jr., six foot three senior going committed to Michigan State, and that's one of the reasons why. So with a first and ten, the Panthers will get it at the 26-yard line. 2:56 remaining, down 42 to 25, down 17 with 2:56. So they're down three scores, Phil. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it, and really, you know. If nothing else, you want to have a good offensive drive here, something that uh, when you walk off the field, you can at least be uh, satisfied with, with getting, you know, it's a, another successful possession. One wide to the right side. Luby rolls to his left, though, and he follows the blitz. Petrowski, but he throws its complete to Volmer at the 43-yard line, and it's out of bounds. 17-yard gain for Volmer. He's knocked out of bounds by Lawson Nash. So Lawson Nash on the tackle or getting him out of bounds. And, again, Volmer's had another good game as well. And you're going to see that when teams are trying to take away Royer. You know, they, yeah. you're going to be hitting You're going to be hitting post. They're going to be hitting Volmer. We saw Larkins get involved. You know, Ramsey you know, had, had a couple of his catches that he normally has in the game. But now Volmer's had a pretty good, pretty good one tonight. Two wide to the right side, including Ramsey. One to the left, and Volmer make that two to the left. Looking as Luby steps up, throws complete to Royer at the 46-yard line, maybe uh, the 47, where they set it up. And Royer gets another complete. That's about nine catches for Royer today. First and ten at the 43, 235 remaining. Here's Luby. Luby stepping up, throwing to the right side is complete, and that's Volmer. And Volmer gets to about the 43-yard line. And the Panthers just keep going quick back to the line of scrimmage. Two wide to the right side, and Volmer setting up. Here's Luby. Luby looking, steps up to the right, throws its complete to Ramsey at the 37-yard line. And Castleberry knocked him out of bounds. But Drew Ramsey continues to have a good game. One to the left is Volmer. Now it's going to be three now to the left, including Ramsey and Royer. Looking left and throwing. It's complete to Royer, but he's taken down at about the 34-yard line. He had three men on him, still caught the ball. Yeah. And just a lot of quick hitters here with Elder Elder's offense, just trying to get some just quick passes, keep the, keep the ball in the middle of the field. Third, yeah, third and one at the 37. A bad snap, and Luby will fall on the bad snap. And Luby falls on it around the 34-yard line. A minute and 35 remaining here in this fourth quarter. Panthers, unfortunately, going to go to 3-1 and one next week against Ryle. Lakewood St. Ed's going to go to 3-1 and one after this win. One wide, make that two down to the right, two to the left side, a minute 20. A fourth and three at the 35, and Luby's going to run it inside the 30. He's at the 26-yard line, makes it the 27. And Luby gets another carry. And with a minute 13, they move the chains and now get ready to start the clock. With a first and 10, they mark it actually at the 28. Two wide to the left. Luby runs and gets sacked in the backfield, and he fumbles the football. Let's see if they put it down at the 30, at the 42-yard line. But I don't know. That was uh, big number 99, Teron Lee. Teron Lee got the uh, recovery, but... Uh, are they going to give him the uh, the ball? No, I think it's nah, uh, going to mark, mark it, it down. It, 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 in all, I mean, he was down. The ball came out after his hit. Clock continues to roll. We're clicking under under 40 seconds here. 
Down to 32 seconds, a second and 21 at the 39. One wide receiver to the right side, two to the left side. They set up to the right, and it's complete. It's over to Ramsey across the 35, and he's out at the round the 31-yard line. And you're just going to get a late hit out of bounds there, I think, on uh, on St. Edward, which you don't see that very often on that. Uh, they're yeah, I mean, kids are really good yeah. with it right now. It, I mean, I think they're calling it. I mean, that one was just out. Of, well, it wasn't intention. I mean, yeah, it was intentional, but it wasn't meant to be yeah. anything dirty. This guy just, you know, excited to be in a football game and trying to make a play. You just run it a little bit, bit hard there on Edwards defense. But nonetheless, move the ball for the Panthers. So 21 seconds go. Let's see what Elder can do. First and 10 at the 15-yard line. The Panthers trailing at 42 to 25, 21 seconds remaining. They set up with Ramsey wide to the left, along with Royer, and Postal to the left side. They've got Johnson in the backfield. They go four wide now to the left. Johnson setting up, and now looking is Luby. Luby looks to the left corner of the end zone. It's incomplete. 13 seconds remaining. Coming up next week, it'll be a 7 o'clock kick, 6.30 pregame show. At the pit, as Elder takes on Ryle High School. 13 seconds remaining in this one, 42-25, to 25, the Panthers trail. It's going to be a long bus ride, but after two big wins the way they had it the last two weeks, you know, losing this week isn't as bad as it could have been, Phil, if, if they had lost any of the other two. Two wide to the left, and now two to the right side. Shotgun formation set up for Luby. On the second and ten from the 15. Luby throws, and uh, Vollmer overthrows in the end zone. Vollmer again was open. Yeah, time, yeah. just uh, kind of neck and neck with his defender. So it's hard for Luby to get the ball where Vollmer could get it. You know, you throw it too far in front of him. He's not going to catch it, so he tried to throw it up top. Let let Vollmer go make a little bit of a play. Just not able able to get there. So the Panthers, one more shot here with with uh, eight seconds on a, on a 15 of third and ten. As you mentioned, third and ten at the 15-yard line. Probably the last play. Let's see, unless they incomplete. Three wide receivers to the left side. One to the right side. Luby shotgun formation on this eight seconds play. Looking to the left side. Looking into the end zone. Got a flag down. And the throw is incomplete in the back of the end zone. But a flag is down around the 20-yard line. But that is the last play. Let's see with the flag. And it is a hold against the Panthers. And that is it. The final score. The St. Edwards Eagles, 42 and the Elder Panthers 25. We'll come back to wrap things up from Highland High School in Medina, Ohio, when we return on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428, and brozartpharmacy.com. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. 
Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800 or on the web at Hoding.com. It's time to call out the Cooper Electric star of the game. And now, let's go back on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal to break down tonight's action and pick up the elder star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Well, welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth, the Cooper Electric star of the game. And it was a tough one. It was a toss-up for both of us. But we're going to go with Evan Vollmer. He had seven catches, 101 yards, and a touchdown. Drew Ramsey was the other honorable mention as Drew, uh, tremendous game as well. He had five catches, 52 yards, and a touchdown. But, Phil, you know, it's, it's hard to point out uh, in a 42-25 to 25 game. But, you know, there was a lot of bright spots here. Yeah, there were, there were times Elder looked good. Like we said, they just couldn't string a couple of things together. Yeah, that's what you got to focus on going into next week against Ryle. Watch the film, learn from this, but keep moving forward. I mean, it's, it's one blip on the radar. Um, you know, you can just get better from it. Saw some good things. Vollmer had a great game. He's going to have to because people are going to attack Royer, so he's got to make catches when a ball comes to him to, to help the offense keep, keep moving down the field. Ramsey, good game tonight, too. Postal had some big catches, but, you know, defensively, I, I, they, they still had too many blips that I know they're going to continue to work on and try to hammer some things out and and next week, hopefully, get get a few more things tightened up for Ryle. Just rounding out some of the scoring uh, in the um, the first half, uh, Lakewood led twenty eight to seventeen. One of the keys of the game, though, Elder had the dr- first drive of the second half, and they had Royer complete three times on that drive, and they wound up getting it to the fourteen yard line. But then a sack and a and a, a intentional grounding, and they had a fourth and thirty, and that's kind of where it was it, and they weren't able to really recover from that. Yeah, that. that you know, we talked how important it was for Elder to take that that uh, that second half at the start and just go, and, and they just couldn't get anything going, and that just kind of seemed like where they just they just stuttered out. So just some touchdowns for Elder. Uh, Volmer had a 43-yard touchdown reception. They had uh, Cooper Johnson had a, a fumble recovery in the end zone after an 11-yard Luby run in the end zone. Uh, 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 more touchdowns for Elder. It was a catch. Uh, in the end zone, let's see, Ramsey, an 18-yard touchdown catch. Uh, that was it. Uh, but 25 points for the Elder Panthers. They they lose this one as Lakewood St. Ed's was a little bit too much, 42-25. to 25. Thanks to everyone. Uh, thanks to Joe back at the studios for doing a great job filling in tonight uh, for Kevin Kenny. Thanks to you, the listener. Once again, the final score, Lakewood St. Ed's 42, the Elder Panthers 25. Next week, we're back to Friday night as the Panthers are back at the pit against the Royal Raiders from Kentucky for a 7 o'clock kickoff, 6.30. The boys are back, Mark Bengel, Steve Bengel, and Tom Kennedy. For Phil Bengel, Omelette Harvey, so long from Highland High School. And again, no postgame show tonight as that will return next week. You've been listening to Elder Football, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week on the Prep Sports Radio Network. So long. Thank you for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week.
brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg and by Hoding Realtors, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Red Wing Shoes, La Rosa's Pizza, Jim Collins Auto Body, the wealth management team of Adam Schoester, Rosart Pharmacy, your West Side Skyline Chili locations, the Underground Sports Shop, Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati, Wardway Fuels and Grills, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Robert Jones Plumbing, Cooper Electric, and Schmidt Heating and Cooling. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of elder high school football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio.